do you know when it's a date? Oh, shut up. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> shut up. No, shut up. Stop recording. Wait, Stop recording. do you dictate the whole episode? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you as the guy dictate when it's a date? Absolutely not. So they dictate it? It's what a mutual it? agreement, man. Is it though? Yeah. Why? Strangers, Why strangers they meet. Right. They talk about common interests. There's flirtation. And then they're like, you know what? This is long for text and WhatsApp. Let's meet up. And then both sides agree. And then, they go, and then they go to somewhere fancy, maybe for a walk. That's literally what Peter's done. No, bro, that's literally what Peter's done. <laughs> we need to cancel. He was like, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it results in sex. That's, that's literally what he did. He, did, he was like, oh, I did this WhatsApp chat. Yeah. I'd rather just see you. It's mutual. That's what he so said. So if, um, if I invite a girl over to my house, <laughs> is that a date? Ooh. What are you doing? Have you laid out a nice little, like a nice little uh, carpet like with the a, with a tray and all of mm. that? No, no, I'm talking about have you, board, have, got yeah, wine, exactly. settings, candles. Have you got uh, some no, saucy No, I'm not salt. doing that. I've just, that you know, stew. but the setting is very nice. I've seen you to Chinese and told her to come. 100%. That's not a date. That's a, that's a disrespect. So what makes it a date? So that's disrespect. That's a dick, that's a, that's a dick respect. This could end terribly. Episode thirty-four. Right. Hella mature. Pundit dance floor. Got any more? I got more in store. That's kind of sore. It's goals galore. This is getting poor. I feel like this is twice as nice in 2001. Inside. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Inside. <laughs> Shout out to the UKGs out there. Don't know. This could end terribly episode 34. You are here with man like Abs, man like Johnny Vivas, and we have special guests. It's actually the official first cross podcast yes. collaboration we've had these two gentlemen with us before yes but not in the capacity of their their own establishment yes their own podcast so yes. let's make this official it is this getting terribly featuring rhymes like dimes Jeez. we have yemi and peter rabbiade the bro them the bloodline they are here welcome back brap, brap, brap. what's going on peter yeah, and yemi i didn't say your names did i yeah, did. did I say your names? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay, did. cool. This this rum is already. It's already two sips. <laughs> and I just I just want to say shout out Mo. He's gonna think I I hate him, but the reality is Mo. You guys can attest to this. There's only four microphone slots. Yeah. So, no, 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 no. Extra. I'm seeing I'm getting, spots. There's one extra. No. This one's spacious room. Nah, no, nah, nah, this, nah, don't, let's not do that. Let's not, <laughs> he upgraded. Boy. Let's not let him drive a wedge between. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Bros. come on, don't let him do that. What, do you, just, what do you mean you people? Uh, look, interpret it how you will. Um, we're going to fucking jump right in. Gentlemen, how are you this week? All right. All right. Thank you, bro. How are Less you? than highly favoured. Blessed and highly favoured, yes, Pete. Sir. Wonderful. How Snappy, I like it. I'm great. Excellent. Feeling fine. Feeling great. Johnny. I'm right, man. Yemi. Doing well. The Tinder swindler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where do we start, man? Look, if you haven't watched it by now, look, I think when I watched it and I was posting about it, I possibly jumped the gun because I wasn't quite getting the responses from it that I would have expected given just how fucked what I watched was hmm. but then as i allowed the days to pass by hmm. and i'm seeing i'm seeing growing concerns amongst our women <laughs> i see more and more posts i'm like oh this is picking up steam uh it is the newest netflix documentary it's actually the first documentary i read today that shot to the sh 
the top, straight to the top of their most watched. If you turn on your Netflix, it's probably going to be most popular, most trending number one in the world. Um, it is the story of one of Johnny's man them, one of his people. <laughs> his bros them. Man like Simon Leviev. Mm, That's not his real I, name though. I have a, I have a statement prepared. Just, <laughs> I, I expected like anti-Semitism on this Simon episode. Le- Damage control coming. Leviev, yeah. right? The newest member to White Boy Summer, yeah? Wow, this is... All right, Whoopi, carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you call me Whoopi? That's, that's, that's got to be racist. Wrong, that's that's got to be racist. Yeah, no, that's got to be racist. Why? You, you call me Whoopi. You just call a Jewish guy white people. Whoopi's Jewish anyway, shut up. Um, <laughs> Goldberg. Um, this is the story of man like Simon Leviev, who managed to create a... a pussy Ponzi scheme. Fair to say? That's what I'm going to need you guys to laugh when I say shit like wow. that, man, because it's um, making me look mad out here if you don't laugh. Oh, thank you. We're calling, it, <laughs> we're calling it a Ponzovsky scheme in the community. A, a Ponzovsky scheme? Yeah, because it was so successful. We don't want the Italians to own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it is the story of a man who did just that. He managed to fleece a number of women. I mean, uh, an unaccounted for number of women. We don't really Quite know. High. And a couple. Yeah. There was a whole couple. A world. chauffeur got finessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worldwide. This is intersectional finessery. Yeah, the story that we see on, on Netflix is the story of three women. Um, but there was no doubt plenty, plenty more. Um, and if you don't know, we're not going to give away... I say we're not going to give away too many spoilers as, as we're about to break this we're thing down entirely. Oh, sorry, we need to spoil. Uh, we, need, we, need, we need to spoil. But if you spoil. haven't seen this... Um, there are timestamps on the description, so you can fast forward. But for everybody who has seen this, let's talk about this together. This guy managed to, on at least more than three occasions, get in excess of six figures from women based off a lie that he comes from one of the richest families in Israel, but cannot access funds because of a business dealing that he has in the offing, which has given them a level of exposure, which puts him under threat. Stereotypes. What he then did was target a whole bunch of very mad looking. And when I say mad looking, I mean, Scandinavia, you're looking very mad right now. Mm. He targeted your people and he fleeced you within an inch of your life. And I'm talking, one of them, I think, had $250,000 worth of debt. Did she went to load like a fucking, a, to get bank loans on. But I don't like, know where she's getting the credit from. from. It's, yeah. Like, <sighs> shout out to the Dutch lady who thought that like she was doing My bits queen. in it. My queen, yeah, yeah. we're going to address was, her. You know, I tweeted about her. Can't believe I just said that. Um, I <laughs> tweeted about her and then I was just like, actually, nah, because you... You still gave him 140 Gs over 14 months. Like, imagine linking up with a good girl and but just she's still she, earning back 10 bags. She sold a lot of the stuff he bought. Her, yeah, 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 but she got we'll back. Get through, we she, need to walk through. She the was a little bit more gangster than the. Um, the she's fully gang. Fully, she tracked where, where do we want to start? With I want to know one? if he did market research. Before we before no, we on, uh, on, before on. we descend into rampant anti-Semitism, can I just make a. a uh, <laughs> A statement for the defense on behalf of my people. Go if on. you must. Um, I've written a letter. This is going to be great. Uh, dear Netflix, uh, my name is Danielle Jonathan Vivas, mm. and I stand here as the representative of Good Jewish Boys International. Objection. I'm joking. Uh, registered in Bow East London. Um, Don't know. The white community watched Hollywood produce the documentary uh, American Psycho, and they did not say anything. Uh, the black community watched Hollywood produce the documentary Coming to America. They did not say anything. Where's the this going? Asian community 
watched you produce the documentary Rush Hour, and they did not say anything. That's what? Classic. The Jewish Asian. community will not allow you to produce the documentary Tinder Swindler. Why not? And get away with slander. Uh, we feel we've been unfairly represented, and as is to be expected, you will see our lawyers in a court that we control. Thank you very much. <laughs> and to that you say... What do you even say to that, man? Whether he likes it or not, we're going in on the his fact that Danielle Jonathan Vivas thinks that coming to America as a documentary is very telling. Um, and Rush Hour. And Rush Hour. Are they not? Um, Documentaries, bro. Boy, if they're fiction, this is fiction too. That's, we need to... Uh... <laughs> this was a comedy, to be fair. It was It, it was, was funny. meant to be like a true crime type documentary. No, it was... It was hilarious. It, yeah, it lost its purpose real quick. These are 30-something-year-old women. Mm-hmm. All right. With awful skin care. I feel like we should say to... Just, what? Just, what? They, they've not... They Were have, their skin not good? They have aged terribly. Oh, shit. I mean, it might be the stress. Yeah, I maybe. mean, I know it's that as well. I was going to say, bro, stress. like, say. 250 yeah. Gs down, that'll give you a few wrinkles. That's giving you bags. Yeah. Losing bags and gaining them under the eyes. I feel like we should say, obviously, you know, the women involved and all the women who've been swindled... Um, you know, I suppose in a way, solidarity to you. No. Let no, finish. absolutely Let me finish. not. Let me, finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Obviously, you don't want stuff like that to happen to someone, right? Um, Look. And can I finish? Sorry, I'm I sorry, go. man. I, I, I'm trying not to bite. You go. So, let me just say, I'm sorry that happened to you, but ladies. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, go on. I'm sorry that happened to you, but ladies. One thing I was trying to add you, though. I'm sorry <laughs> that happened to you, ladies. <laughs> now, saying that, I feel like this documentary has set women back about 100 years. Mm. At least. At least. At why? least. Why? Yeah, why? Um, Yo, I saw the baby getting into a fight with Daddy Lee's brother on a bowling alley this week. And I was like, my people have been set back 50 years. So this definitely sets back women at least. Definitely a setback. 150 years. Back to years. like the suffragettes before they could vote and all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I have some comments. Um, at the beginning of the film, the Norwegian girl, Cecile. Yeah. Mm publicly admitted she's been on tinder for seven years did you ever seen her no okay. i've i've never been to oslo uh she says oh, yeah. she's got 1024 matches now obviously we've all been on tinder for a few years at least me and pedro no i absolutely have not the one thing i want to just give advice to people is if you're a thousand matches deep seven years in the game <laughs> that sounds wild uh and you have not done the delete and restart you really need to grow up does you that really wipe out the up. matches? Yeah, starts again. You get to you get to rescreen so rescreen the community. Those twelve hundred after the documentary, or that's her. That's, she that's her him. bank. That's her whole bank over seven years of. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I need some money. I might I might get the Tinder like premium where I can like tap into Oslo people just see if she's there and just ask her for, a, for well, ask her for some, her for some pounds. Over, yeah, just yep. Facebook. I need money. Just say your enemies are after. You she's still got her account. I mean, yeah, yeah I think she's, no, I think that's what she said at the she end. At I the think end, she yeah. said, I'm still out in these streets. I'm still looking for love. Just yeah. Me too, honey. Just tell her your enemies me too. are after you and you need money and you'll probably get it. And it's only right that we have a Peter um, on the podcast tonight. What, what's, what's the line? <laughs> Peter, down, blood everywhere. Send money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start at the beginning. So that was the first opener. Um, she publicly admitted she'd been on Tinder for seven years, which is awful, honey. I would never do that. But even it, 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 now that the cat's out the bag, um, at least step up your game. I, I also want to spare a moment for the guys who are visibly getting swiped left on the oh, film. On, Can you imagine being one of those? Imagine seeing your own face on Netflix getting swiped left by a girl who got done that's by a, a nice low, Jewish boy. That's a low point. It's very bleak. Yeah. Um, 
she said that she went on the I, uh, the IG background check for his personality. That's a lie. Mm. She's lying. He's there though. Yeah, yeah. I He's mean, still out here. Uh, I also noted that he was an instant responder. Yeah. Red flag number one. Oh, is it? It's red flag number one. Is yeah. it? Instant, an instant Bro, responder yeah. doesn't give time to breathe you're a, you're or a marinade. You're a game player. But even when she goes on Instagram and she sees the pictures of her with, of him with um, his dad and the family. Yeah. By the balcony, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, How can she not notice that that's quite clearly doctored? Yeah. Well, she could also just Google my man and see if he's got any kids. Like that the too? billionaire guy. Right, that would be my first thing. Anyway. I'm, yeah, I do due diligence on everybody. I mean. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, so I do it all. IG, LinkedIn, all of it. High five, all of it. Moving, high five? Moving beyond yeah, the accounts. What's high five? Shit, What's you're young. Five? You man are young. Carry on. High five. Yeah, you must remember. Never used it. He's younger than you. Shut up. Never the hell is high five? MySpace. Is that better? Yeah. I do it all. I barely remember MySpace. Yeah. Um, other red flags. Um, same night link up at the Four Seasons. Don't know. Send the location. And I'll be right there. That's not a red flag though. Park Lane. Like, same night. Four Seasons. Like, okay. Park Lane. I, I, think, I think we all need to be... Johnny dates Brokies. He brokies. doesn't understand. Yeah. He doesn't understand. Firstly, yeah. true. But also, we all need to be honest with our own source. I've does, done first night in my yard. Before. Does baby girl think that she's four seasons on the first night quality? Yes. I feel like this is egotistical. If you've got the P, 100% then why not? she does. I feel like this is egotistical of her to believe that she's in that league. I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But do you really want her to hate herself that much? No, she needs to respect herself more. I don't know, man. And, and ask for a four star. Seems like minimal downside. Um, the next note I had was that the draw of a nice Jewish boy is undefeated. I'm not sure. I mean, what, who said that? You or her? Simon, Simon Leviev. And the, and the Gram game, they all fell for it. The draw of a nice Jewish boy is undefeated. Okay. Mm. I didn't know that was a thing, but okay. He's got a job from his dad in the diamond industry. That's Red Flag Central. Okay. Why? That's, I mean, very few clean hands in the diamond business. Okay. Um, very few people got to get a job from daddy that are actually worth anything. Oof. Really. Um, baby mama turns up on the first date. Don't know. This is the biggest red flag of all. Just so you know my body, innit? No spoilers you at this stage. You are one of many. No spoilers at this stage. Baby mama turns up on the first date with the you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is six flags, But baby. this is after she said yes to hopping on a private jet yeah. with a random stranger. Just, just for vibes. And I'm glad that you raised that because not only is it just a private jet, which is weird. It's a private jet to Bulgaria. Don't know. And of all countries I'm looking to be flown to on the first date. <laughs> I'm not trying to get. Are your standards high? Are your standards high? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. Out our After Bul four seasons, I'm going to Bulgaria. No, come on. To be shout fair, out our Bulgarian you. listeners, please. <laughs> I've actually been to Bulgaria twice. In her defence, though, you ain't going back. In, in her defence, I understand the spirit of spontaneity, and you know it's it's romantic. Peter. You know a lot of this sounds. You know, Peter. You get sometimes you get caught up in certain things. Peter. I think if there's anybody in the room who would consider Simon Levy their spirit animal, oh, bruv. It's Peter Rabbi. It's brother, it's brother right here. It's brother right here. Um, he, watched it, he, watched it, he watched it and was inspired. And I think we should start, we should have started this segment by saying we do not condone the behavior of Mr. Leviev. Um, That's what I was trying to do before you interrupted but me. What I, but what I do want to say is you women. You're stupid! <laughs> Fully. You, were, you were saying. Then there was a story about jail in South Africa. This is when the story warmed up. Mm. Early doors. False pretenses. Yes. My favorite bar was that he was manhandled <laughs> because he was Jewish. Mm. When in doubt, zarn it out. That's fucking right. <laughs> um, he's the kind of guy that you want to save, baby. 
baby, please. This savior complex is what gets all of them into trouble. Yeah. Be more selfish. Yeah. Be more selfish. You can't be doing, you can't be saving these broken Jewish boys. Yeah. Except me. Then he packs her off from Bulgaria. That's Haram. That's Haram. One quick night in the hotel, ships her back to whatever Auslandic place she comes from. I think she's London based. Unless she is actually. Oh yeah? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought she was based in Oslo. Yeah, she here. I wasn't paying attention to her. Or at um, least or at least she's based here now. Maybe when that whole furore was happening. She got the Netflix check now. She must be good. I don't know if they got a check, bro. They, they have they got a go fund me. They got a go fund me. Can we I mean we're not gonna go it was a two hour thing, yo. We're not gonna be Fair enough. Yeah, right, I, I can I can I can make some specific points. I just had to say on like taking your side of the debate on on how awful Jewish people are. This guy's accent is fucking awful, bro. Can you imagine him with his little Sabra Yiddish accent being like, "Baby, please, I need to have uh, the money, the stress of this. My enemies coming to get me, yeah. baby. I love you." On a scale from one to ten, the least how, sexy thing in the world. How unintimidated were you when he was shouting and threatening? Oh. It's maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen. Have you seen his like dumpy little body when well, he's like walking around? We're fellas though. Like they get shook sometimes. But even the girl from um what's her name? The girl from Stockholm. Yeah. When she was talking to him and he was threatening her and shouting and shouting. Yeah. She didn't even she didn't even seem that interesting. I swear that, all these women are taller shook. than him as well. Because in all the picture, he's like some five foot eight little Ashkenazi boy. Like he's not threatening <laughs> to no one. All these yeah. all these Scandinavian women are towering above him in photos in the club. Yeah. Guy's a clown. Hundred percent. I just feel like the, um, Cecil, she ignored all the red flags. Yeah. She ignored all of them. Willingly. Why? Willingly. What, we try, what we're trying to get into is, is why? Why did they ignore those signs? Respectfully. Love. I, I Respe- saw- not even respectfully. She was desperate. She's desperate for love. Mm. And desperation is not Obje- hot in these streets. Objectively though, she's not bad looking. Not at all. She? No, but I mean, if she's been on Tinder for as long as she has, then clearly things haven't gone right for her. So she's come across someone that may tick all the boxes and you know, Overexcited a little. Trust Pete to sympathise. What do you mean, bro? I think it's, it's real though. <laughs> I just feel it's like real. I just feel like like ladies, like if these guys are on dates with you, and they like start oversharing <laughs> and love bombing. I love you. I love you. I love you. Take all my money. Let's move in together. Fifteen grand a month budget. He's overlooking. He's, Gordon, he's, he's trying to. Chat. He's trying to overwhelm you. Mm-hmm. If he's like taking a pic with his expensive car and fucking posing, looking away from the camera, right? He's probably a bellend. It's but it's also, definitely a helmet. Right? Oh, one hundred percent. And like, if he's asking you for money, not even your money, you're having to take out loans. Yeah, don't also because your money doesn't even stretch that long. You have to ask him, and he's doing it after a couple of months. You have to ask him, where are your people? But also the enemies. Where are your thing. own people? The enemies. Where thing are as your well. families? Yeah, the enemies thing as well. I've got loads of enemies. That everyone's after me. How was that not <laughs> doing? Why don't people like you, bro? Red lights in your yeah. head. Why, why have you got enemies? Why, are your why have you got enemies? Where are your friends? You're not too bad. Where are they? Listen, it's tough being Jewish. It is tough being Jewish, but the enemy's line was overstretched to a degree that was unnecessary. In, yeah. uh, in this, I'd, I'd almost, yeah. I'd almost understand, and this is the one thing that pissed me off. But this is just how my brain works. He wasn't even with any of these women at any given time long enough to dickmatize them. Mm. One night here, because you know, like a lot of women well, maybe, are like, maybe I, maybe I'm, I'm staying, I'm staying here because you know yeah. what he does. You know what I mean? She like was looking power, for flats in London by her damn self. Power of the pussy, power of the peepee, all that shit, right? We know how that go, but. There wasn't even like, he was barely there. There's very little. So his bars must be just. A1. Or was he just love bombing? Or the self-esteem was very low. That too. 
Because he doesn't strike me as the coolest brother. He targeted them. So let's be real. Like, you know, you mentioned her 1,200 uh, matches or whatever. He probably had a bag as well, right? Um, so he targeted. I don't know if target's the right word, No, he bro. definitely he targeted, targeted them. You I think... He, he, yeah, but you know, you don't them. know... It's not what? a 100% success rate, Pete, right? Like, there's gonna, he's going to be trying those bars with, like, all the women. And mm. the ones that stick are the ones he hits. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, For me, all game probably sounds better in the Mandarin Oriental. Uh, yeah, yeah. The same chat in a five star. Does That's not facts. Run so smooth. Yeah. In Blue's Kitchen. So I saw a. Um, <laughs> There's absolutely no need for that. We're, we're going to be attacking. We're going to be attacking the Pete. Wokies today. <laughs> we're going to be attacking um, Pete today. And, and, and Pete. <laughs> I saw. I saw. And I hate using that term um, because I sound like Pierce fucking Morgan. But yeah, this has been a bad week for for the super woke. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw an article about the Tinder swindler in the article headline said something along the lines of we cannot be blamed for wanting to be swept off our feet by a society that taught us as little girls that such behavior is the epitome of romance mm-hmm. blame disney but lads it's not entirely wrong oh pete i'm not excusing them pete i'm not excusing like ignoring the clear red flags i'm not but that's not necessarily a lie bro yeah, I mean, women, women, a lot of women are taught that from young. And some, some women go into so, that. So when you, when you see that. something that is a little bit close to that, and it could be that, run, why would you not run towards it? Pete, we just spent a, a long time talking about red flags. Like, romance doesn't have to be the Mandarin Oriental or a first date on a private jet. Mm. Romance could just be, I don't know, bro. Like, open it. Like, it could, come on. That's true. Fam, I, think, I think what happened to those women could happen to... Any woman, bro. I think Bruv. what's I think what's Do you important. respect the women in your family? <laughs> <laughs> Never in life. My sister, are you mad? I think my I think, mother, my own mother. Yeah, oh, but that's you can't uh-uh. you can't speak on them though, innit? That's like an elite group of Yeah, you know if I, mean? I had a if I had a female friend of mine who fell for this shit, I I just I'd call her at random times throughout yeah. the year and just laugh. I think I think what's and then drop the phone again. What's Some important to are. note here is Who that needs enemies? Is much like coming to America. Cinderella isn't intended to be consumed as a documentary and people who do consume it as such really need to take the onus on themselves. Sir, who consumes Cinderella as a documentary? Why do you keep calling everything a documentary? That's, that's what what I are you on about? You're sick. <laughs> what are you he's on sick. about? Yeah, you sick. Um, I thought you'd know, but... <laughs> were they gold diggers? And that's kind of where I want to wrap it up. Mm. This, is, this was the big debate. Were they... Blinded by the lights, or were they actually willing L takers due to their gold digging desires? But they were lending money. Yeah, why would you take yeah. loans out for that purpose? These are gold you know I mean? shovelers. How they, could they have been gold terrible? They got drawn into his life. Don't forget that yeah. they, they took the loans out thinking that they were going to get paid handsomely, right? Hmm. The repayment. And they thought that his money had been locked up as a result of these threats against his life and he was going to secure this seven figure deal or whatever it was going to be. Um, so it was an investment mm. from their side. You know, the gold digging thing doesn't necessarily just have to be, I take, 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 take. You know, there just has to be a commitment from you knowing that the long game is, I'm going to live this life of luxury. So is that what they were after? I think in the case of Cecil, she was genuinely in love with the guy. And yeah. His lifestyle was a bonus. Mm. With the other girl, the Swedish girl, they were just friends. So she was just indulging in anything that he was going to put her in, any situation he was going to put her in. She's um, even the bigger. That relationship di- that make all the sense. She, yeah, world. she's even the bigger. I reckon, I reckon they were intimate. One hundred percent. For me, she the, was way too invested in yeah, that yeah, relationship. Yeah. The one that to lend him as much you know as he lent I mean? him. 
The one that jars me is that the one who actually looks like a gold digger, the Polina, the Russian one, mm. seems to be the only one that didn't get finessed. Yeah. Mm. Madness. Mm. She was probably, well, I mean, he's got to like a few of these girls, right? Eventually. He just it? funds them, the ones that he likes, um, with the ones with money from the ones that he doesn't like. God bless Dr. Alyssa, because she's gang. She tracked the flight. She found which plane he yeah. was on from Prague to Athens. She's gang. I Can I ask her. him on a question? At what point do oh, we boy. consider him to be a genius? Is there a point in this conversation where we consider him to be a genius? The point in which he is considered to be a genius is the part where he goes from Interpol to Instagram in about five days. Bruv. He went from Interpol getting arrested to Instagram a few days later saying, Habibi, I'm back. <laughs> he's got 10, he's got he, 10 M racked. He didn't go inside for... He did, he was in for five months. He was in for five yeah, months. I mean, he has a, but he hasn't charged for anything else. To be fair, to be he's fair, free he now. didn't even let me finish that sentence. Mm. But yeah, he, he went inside for less than a friggin', I don't know, man. Like, like he, it was the perfect crime. It was the perfect crime. That, that Nothing bit, was in his name. That bit when he was homeless as well. Oh, man. <laughs> in a one-star hostel. Wow. Yeah. That's that's 50 Cent taking the picture with the, the, the dead car in the car park. Yeah, energy. yeah, yeah, I yeah. I that still. He has to be considered a modern-day genius. He's up there. He's a toxic pappy. He's, he's, he's a toxic king. We have to put him there. Listen, we he's lost... On, he's on the Mount Rushmore of toxic motherfuckers. With Hush Puppy future Kevin Samuels. Oh, my days. The, uh, the community lost Bernie Madoff. We recently lost Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. This what? guy, yo, we. This you gotta be careful is, uh, with this line. <laughs> yo, you need bro, to be careful with this narrative, Johnny Boy. This, I mean, you just mentioned Madoff and Epstein. This this could end terribly. Lost two iconic friends, and huh? where did you find um, this? Brother? Not friends of the show. <laughs> where did and, you find this guy? Uh, and Simon Leviev is just a natural successor. We welcome his ingenuity in the financial game. The and we'll finish here. All of the uh, the hinges and the bumbles and the tinders of the world have apparently officially locked him off. I swear he cannot um, assume. A new okay. identity. He's bagged one supermodel though. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she better be rich. Because <laughs> he ain't getting a job nowhere. But oh, Hashem, I think good to. luck to you, innit? I don't know if he's got paper. He's still, he's still living a high life okay, yeah. in Israel. He's yeah, back yeah. there. New girlfriend. Do you know what I did see? You know, at the end of the film, yeah, that when you, that you can do a business class with my man for 311, mm. 230 pounds, I might pay it. What are you I gonna might learn? pay Get him on the pod. What are you going to Oh, okay. Get him on the pod. Yo, if, to be fair, I'll pay. 230 quid? I'll pay. Yeah, come on, split that. I'll pay. Yeah, back it. Let's interview. A little Zoom thing. Facebook, fa Instagram live. Let's right, do it. Well. It'll probably yeah. take your money and not respond. Yeah. What would be the first question you'd ask? Which was your bar mitzvah passage? So, <laughs> shout out to our Spotify <laughs> listeners, our YouTube listeners, <laughs> Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, and I missed one. Um, I always miss it. SoundCloud, YouTube, one of them. Um, solidarity to those women. We do have to kind of finish that way, right? I guess we kind of have to say, just don't be so fucking stupid next time, you absolute idiot. That's all. You idiot. That's all. We're um, with you, but just up. shine your eyes. Peter, up. Peter will tell. Peter will tell you um, <laughs> after years and years and years of like me giving him like advice with regards to the women um, and some of the decisions that he makes. That one of my main lines is, if they show you red flags, my G. Please don't ignore them. Mm, don't away. ignore them. That's the moral of the story. So, so that's the that's the advice that I would extend to Cecile story. and Peniel and Aileen of Netherlands. But yeah. I mean, good luck. Be stupid. Just don't be stupid. That, though, my red flags were never that bad. Uh, if we, do you want me to get onto this pod and start <laughs> talking about some of your misdemeanors? 
We could do a bonus episode. Yeah, we don't want that. You don't, you don't want that. You don't want um, that. Okay, so unfortunately, we need to uh, bring the mood down just a mm. little bit. Footballers have been moving a little bit mad in the last couple of weeks. Just after we put out episode 33, I think it was the Sunday. Might have even been in the edit while I was editing the last one. Woke up on a Sunday, I think it was a Sunday morning, and all of... My, my, my WhatsApp's a few different chat rooms. Like you've seen this Mason Greenwood thing, this Mason Greenwood thing. And I'm like, oh boy, what's he done? And I'm thinking in my mind, it's probably something small, petty, like, you know, and that last thing he had with Phil Foden when they escaped out of the England camp and they went and like found those little Icelandic girls who ended up putting their whole thing on, on Snap. Turns out it was much, much worse. The girlfriend, I think childhood sweetheart, I think they went to school together, Harriet Robson, uploaded or somebody reporting to be her, got to use the right technical terms, right? Mm -hmm. Don't want to get sued out here. Um, uploaded a number of things. One being a bunch of pictures, which showed that she had been beaten up, bruises on arms, bloodied mouth. But there was also a much more horrible audio clip that was released. And that involved a conversation between her, I'm assuming, and who is being alleged to be Mason Greenwood, who is quite clearly in the video trying to force sex on her um, in quite a violent way. She pushes him away, or you can you can imagine the scene from, from what you hear on the audio. She's trying to stop him, and he is essentially using phrases or, or wording along the lines of, if you try to slap me, you try to push me away again, watch what I do to you. And as the video clip ends, and this is just my mind, I don't know how you guys interpreted it, it would appear that he kind of got what he wanted from that situation, was able to force um, sex onto her. Clearly what has happened thereafter has been a whole bunch of condemnation from all corners of the world. His team, Manchester United, made a, a statement very, very quickly that it had come to their attention that they were taking the necessary investigative measures. He was then arrested there was some fuckery, absolute fuckery that came out from her dad. Mad chat. Mad, mad chat, which was along the lines of like, really didn't want this to get out. We tried to tell her to delete it. They've he's been, a great kid. He's We've a great kid. Yeah, For like real? it's a shame yeah, this has happened. Mad, mad, mad chat, right? I could touch myself from watching the clips or listening to any audio or anything. Yeah, so then- I did the same. He got arrested. Didn't want to listen to it. He got arrested. Uh, he'd been arrested on suspicion of rape and assault and he was there for a few days. I think the charges were then, um, I guess, uh, is upgraded the right word. They were changed to no, on suspicion rather of sexual assault and threats to kill. He was then released on bail a few days after. But in the midst of that, he was, you know, I mean, he was taken off FIFA. He had his Nike deal terminated. They made a statement saying he is no longer part of the Nike family. Manchester United actually sent out an email to all online purchasers mm -hmm. of a Mason Greenwood shirt in the last three years. Yeah, yeah. So not even this season saying, if you want to swap your Mason Greenwood shirt for something else, you can swap it out for free. Um, and then there's also been, I have not checked, but all rumors that everybody at Manchester United, all of the superstars have basically done the, I guess the modern day, um, disassociating by unfollowing him on social media. Um, he's finished. I want to start by saying that. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not why we're here. That's not what I want to talk about. Hmm. How do we stop it? 
How do we stop? He's he was he was he's twenty. He's just turned twenty. Mm. Right, he was a teenager a few months ago. How do we stop this deeply predatory nature that is like embedded and rising in young men? Like, how do we how how do we stop this? What what the fuck is going on? That's his childhood sweetheart. Basically, mm. they've been together for years, and he's beating her up, and he's forcing sex on her at nineteen years old. I mean, I, d- I don't know, man. Um, I agree, he's finished. Um, and when it comes to being able to stop it, a man like that, a young man like that, with that much power. He's a kid. A kid um, who feels like he's got so much power. You know, he's in a certain position in life where he feels like he could do anything he wants. Um, I don't know where he learned that. Don't know why he learned that he could just do that, force his way into things to have his way. Um, there needs to be some kind of education about consent. Um, when a woman says no, she means no. Stuff like that. Um, the basics. The absolute basics. <laughs> Unfortunately, the basics. For me, it comes down to something a bit more basic. And it's more pertinent in the case of Greenwood than it is in the case of Mendy and the case of the other footballer whose name isn't out in the public, so we can't say it, but plays for Everton. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, And it's that, and I'm no fan of policing people's pockets, but this kid's a 19-year-old who's on such an obscene amount of money that he basically has lived a childhood or a late childhood with no consequences. And more specifically, on so much money, the dad of his girlfriend, who he beat up, is so afraid of not having his mortgage paid for. Well, he's losing the meal ticket. That is just... He's losing he, the meal he, ticket. He'd rather right? just try and silence this thing, yeah, yeah. but sorry. Well, I mean, you made the point for me. He's losing, Daddy's losing the meal ticket, which is abhorrent, morally abhorrent. I'm not saying that paying scholars scholars wages is going to stop people coming out of difficult circumstances acting in different ways or patterns of behavior and developing developing in people but it will stop these young kids feeling like they have no recourse to law or it'll stop these kids feeling like there is a way out of it like i can hire a good enough qc or a good enough lawyer or i can pay off the press and the story won't get out right Mm. it's the money that gives these kids power to do this kind of shit. And that manifests itself either at 19, 20 in the case of Greenwood or at 25, 26 in the case of Mendy or later on in, in the case of the guy who's got so much money who can't even say his fucking name because it's not out in the public at the yeah. moment. Who, who is that? You can bleep it out. Okay. And plenty of <laughs> other footballers. Robinho's just gone down yeah. um, for something he did years ago mm. in Milan. Um, numerous, numerous cases of high profile footballers who've done fuckers. Ronaldo can't even go to America. For certain fuckeries. The guy's got so much cash, he's still kicking ball and they sing his name at Old Trafford every week. And United fans aren't saying a damn word about him either. Mm, um, so it comes down to the power that this that the money that the money that these guys get, but more viciously now where like the upward curve of earnings for young footballers is just completely incomparable to what young footballers were earning twenty years ago. These behaviors are gonna manif- manifest earlier. They're gonna manifest earlier because these guys are now walking command and control centers as multimillionaires whilst they're still teenagers. I looked at him when um, when he first broke in or when they were rumoring to to call him up to England. And I think it was his dad 
who was like, no, nah, we don't want to, we don't want to jump the gun. We mm -hmm. want him to go slow. We want him to go through the system and so on and so forth. And I was just like, that's really refreshing. Like, it sounds like this guy's grounded. It looks like he's got a good family around him. Um, I'm not going to lie. And I know that this is me just sounding a little bit old fashioned. Maybe I don't consider myself to be, but it is what it is. When he did break out of the England camp with Phil Foden and he went off, I was like, okay, here's some early signs that this boy might not be an angel. Um, because I think that was the first, I think that was his call up. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah, maybe the first time he had been called right? up, both of their debuts. So they clearly weren't taking it all that seriously. And look, you know, they're horny little teenagers and like there's girls on Snapchat trying to move to them. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like that was when the chinks started to show a little bit, but like, I don't know, man. Like they're so far removed from reality and people who actually say no to them that the monsters are being created to your point. And now they're just being created earlier than ever. I must've seen something the other day, which is like maybe unrelated, but not really. It kind of goes into this sort of over-sexualization of just everything and how just like perverted nature is just becoming like commonplace. Um, I think it was an Instagram thing where like a woman did a, a post about sexual assault in the metaverse. Yeah, I heard about that. Like people are putting on oculuses, right? These oculus things. Mm -hmm creating their profiles and their personalities mm -hmm. in the metaverse. Um, seeing women who are also in the metaverse with them and like groping them. That's how fucked up. Well, like, virtually. Virtually groping them. Like, and it takes the intervention of like other people who are also involved in like these Sims-like type games to, it took another guy to come in and just be like, back the fuck off, mate. So it was so bizarre as like me on Instagram watching it because you've got a woman who's got her, her, her body essentially being touched and then another guy whizzes out of nowhere saying, back the fuck off, buddy, to the person who's doing it. Like it's-, it's In the virtual it, world. In the virtual world. It's very sus. <sighs> like- That just shows you what where society is, man. That's actually mad. Like, and the fact that people around, people like Mason Green were just aiding and you know being an accessory pretty much like, his girlfriend's dad doing all that, yeah, saying all that. Nice. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's different gravy though. That one, that one, the dad is different gravy because you can understand young boys and one of their boys has fucking made it big and they're all, and now they're all millionaires basically because he's a millionaire. They're going to go to the club and get bare bottles and chat to every bird and almost every bird in there is going to want to chat to him because he's Mason Greenwood and that develops yeah. a, a, a pattern that's impressionable in young boys and whatever and, and you can maybe contextually understand why they move mad. The dad... From your own daughter? Mad. Come on, bro. If someone does that to your daughter, you, like, you need to go smash the you up. Bruh, not be defending just, him in just, the sun. I think just backing up a little bit, I think um, that's why the conversation we were having on your last episode was so important because I feel like the over-sexualization within society is feeding into the psychology of a lot of these young boys that are not learning self-control. They're not learning no. And I feel like that's very important. And when you see sex everywhere and you, you grow up around a culture that you are taught to feed into your desires and your urges, you're not gonna wanna hear no. And mm. you're not gonna accept no. You're gonna like, essentially like fight through that, that no. Yeah. So I think we also can't kind of remove that from the conversation. Yeah, I think I, that's very important. I disagree with you last time. I'm probably gonna dis disagree with you again. I don't necessarily think that it's, that there's, I don't think, I don't think that removing tits from page three in the sun has made it less likely for guys to develop this pattern of behavior when they're younger. But it's more the reporting of women and the stories and the lack of promotion of women to influential roles that gives women a subservient yeah, role a in society. But, yeah, okay, yeah. but, and this might sound again like a pretty random 
um, plucking out of the air from me, but I love Blurred Lines by Robin Thicke. When I first heard that song, I thought it was fucking amazing. And I've loved Robin Thicke for a very long time. And mm -hmm. he was that long, scraggy hair guy, like cycling through New York. When he released that video and then he released the naked one and you're seeing what's happening in the video and the lyrics are, I know you want it. I know you want it. I know you want it. It feeds into that culture <laughs> of over-sexualization, bro. It really does. Like, music is also mm, like a, a massive factor like, in a lot of what I think you maybe more take sus lyrics than the naked women. The issue is but it's, the but it's, but it's the, it, the lyrics don't come alone in a situation like that. The lyrics come with the, the males in the, in the position of power with women, naked women, just like running all around, just like prancing so around, wait, waiting lyrics, to be plucked. That's the issue, not the women getting their tits out. It's a broad... Oh, okay. I, feel like it's, it's, I think it's both. It's broad. To, it's to broad. Johnny's point, I feel like it's a little bit broader than just like the over-sexualization. It is how like women are presented generally. And the over-sexualization, which we feel like has been wrapping up a lot like over the last couple of years maybe, has probably accelerated a lot of people who are Mason Greenwood's age um, to maybe think that they're all powerful and you know they, wanna, they don't want to accept no and stuff like that. So I think... It's definitely helped, but I think we've got to look at the broader picture of just how women are seen generally. Mm -hmm. So what is the broader picture? The way women are presented okay. in society. Like, subservient, lesser because they're women, mm. inferior. All of that, all of that helps. All of that helps. It might not necessarily be direct we, in this we situation. Sp we spoke about like uh, countries where women take up premier positions mm -hmm. in politics and business and so on and so forth. And I think we came to the conclusion that that doesn't necessarily, it's a start, but it doesn't necessarily yeah. so help. To, to Yemi's point, to, like, to Yemi's point. point, like ass in video music videos is maybe at best symptomatic. It's not the disease. It's not the root. The disease is the portrayal of women in the press and society and in general and, yeah. and their role in popular discourse, which is as still maintained by men. Ass in videos is not why people like Mason Greenwood do shit like this. It's because- Not the link we made, geared. not the link we made, but okay. But it's that, it, it, it's kind of the link that was made. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're digressing. Ass in videos isn't the problem, it's the fact that women are portrayed, as Yemi said, as subservient and secondary in, in popular culture. And that's what feeds this kind of behavior. Look, man, I, I think if you're like older than like 25 years old and you're still like resorting to violence to settle matters, um, then you're ultimately lame. But I'm not going to lie, like, I think we just need to start fucking people up. 100%. There's always that. Oh, this shit can definitely get fucked up. Like, 100%. And the like, dad can also, and his dad. the dad can definitely dad. get fucked up as well. Yeah, like, my philosophy of, like, violence doesn't solve solve things, doesn't quite apply here. If you see Mason Greenwood, just, just fuck him up. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, Facts. like, if you have friends in your circle, friends of friends, extended network, abusing women, verbally, physically, fuck them up. Because of his age. Like, why, why are all you man like in the gym? Like, please, please use your muscle. Yeah. Please, please, please use your muscle. If you see a stranger on the street putting his hands on a woman, beat him up. Mm -hmm. If you see a brother touching an ass in a club, mm. beat him up. Facts. Slap him. Beat him up. Beat him up. Like, yes, man, finish hold each other him. Like, like, there needs to be negative association with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably not the best overall solution, but bro, I feel like I feel like we're running out yeah, we're of past, solutions. Yeah, education. Yeah, we're past that. Where does sex education come into this? Where does upbringing come into this? Like, I don't know. I don't know what needs to change. I think we've almost taken a digress today, which which again places onus on women 
a bit too much. And that's really not the point I'm, I was trying to make. I'm not saying that like, and I don't think Peter is either saying that like what we're seeing on TV is why men go and do this stuff. But I do think that we're living in a time where people are focusing on sex more than anything else. And that is, that is doing things to the mind. That is doing things to the mind. Sure. Um, and I don't think you can run away from that, from that argument at all. I really, really hope Mason Greenwood's career is over. Yep. And please, you football clubs who, who like to take chances on the likes of the Chad Evanses of the world, I don't, know, I don't even know if he was guilty in the end, who, who like to take chances on these, uh, on these criminals and these, these, these sexual offenders David just because, yeah, that exactly, that's, yep. that Scottish guy, mm-hmm. yep. um, who like to take chances on these, um, these ex-amazing ballers just because it's, uh, it's a draw and it will get you out of a sticky situation in your respective leagues. Please miss this one out, I beg, mm. I beg. If you didn't want to give Ravel Morrison a chance, I please don't want to see you give uh, Mason Greenwood a chance. I mm-hmm. beg. Yeah, more promise as well. I beg. So let's move on to something slightly funnier. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> you can say that. Doesn't involve women, but involves pussy. So there is a link. There is a link. There is a link. There's a link between Simon. That's your age. As I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna defend my seat as the Segway King. There is a link between Simon Leviev, uh, Mason Greenwood, and Kurt Zuma. Oh no. All finding various ways to illegally smash pussy. Kurt the Hurt Zuma. Shit. In the second chapter. No, 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 don't do that. <laughs> that was all. That in was the, really in, bad. In the second chapter of Footballers Link, Moving Mad. If you don't know the story, Kurt the Hurt got into a lot of trouble after a video of him. Such a mad name. When did he get that? Hurt when, Zuma. When did he get that? <laughs> that cat was hurt, no? Um, got into a lot of trouble after a video of him mistreating his family cat went viral and yeah he beat that thing's ass like kicked it across the room slapped a cat in the face you know how sick you have to be he slapped a cat yeah there's a, there's a kick and a, a cat. slap not only did he do the Zidane 2001 final volley he he clattered it as well yeah literally um, first of all uh, anybody who harms an animal is definitely a killer he should also get tarmed as well um, as Mason Greenwood. Yeah, so if you know anybody who's on that, please stay safe. Are you a cat person? Slightly. I do prefer cats to dogs, you know. Mental. Anyway, um, stay safe Just if you know anybody up, who... Man. Cats are awful. There's not a cat in the world that I like, really. Like, yeah, so I'm this, not, I really yeah, tried my best to, like, put that aside for this. And I think I did a good job of putting my cat hate to the side, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. Not victim blaming again, are you? Oh, it takes wow. a special... Yeah, it takes a special... <laughs> Oh wow, Johnny, <sighs> you're not alright. Need more, need, wow. need more rum. Right, need need <laughs> more rum. Yeah. So, long story short, um, he abused this cat, and it caused a whole heap of trouble. First of all, his club, West Ham United, just down, shocker. just down the road from us. You can see him from where I live. They condemned it initially. But it was a weird condemnation because they played him. Yeah, 24 hours later. 24 hours later. Pretty mad. Uh, in what they consider to be a must-win Premier League game. I mean... Money talks. I mean... Money talks. Yeah. Should he not have played? We're going to get into it, Pete. Then, the RSPCA, shout out, friends of the show, (laughs) um, seized this Breda's Cats. And then... West Ham third. Oh, actually, this is actually quite serious, isn't it? Mm. And then find him mm. the maximum two weeks wages. And if you if you play football manager, you know that you can only 
find someone a maximum two. It used to be four weeks. It used to be four. Um, if it's like a red card in the Champions League semi-final, they fuck you up. Yeah. Can't the, do that anymore. The fee's believed to be 250 grand? 250K. Thank you, Yemi. Which is really my take from this entire story that like animal welfare is bad, but who the fuck's paying Kurt Zuma 125 grand a week? And we're going to get onto that. <laughs> we're going to get onto that. One don't, of West Ham's, <laughs> one of West Ham's corporate sponsors, Vitality, um, who offer health insurance, cut their ties because they considered West Ham's dealing mm. with the matter as insufficient. They're dog people though. But things got, ve- they are actually, they, the, the, dog, the dog is their whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But things got very interesting when ex-footballer, ex-Liverpool footballer, hmm. Chris Kirkland, mm-hmm. lost his shit. So in this context, is he one of your people or my people? Like he's literally whiter than Casper. He's um, Dudek's side man. That's yeah. what he is. Mm. And in an impassioned speech, started making very mad links mm. between how this is being dealt with by the FA mm-hmm. and how the FA deal with racism. Mm. He also seemed to imply that this yeah. is worse yeah. than racism. Yeah. Mm. So when you said- when you Cue said, the outrage. When you said like, he started making links between this and racism, you were like, okay, yeah, no, he gets it. Yeah, 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 no, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, come on, Chris, go on, and go he's like, same uh, thing, same uh, thing. He's like, no, this is worse. And you're this like, is actually worse. Than, oh, fuck, he's so close. No wonder he played in goal. Like, he's so fucking barely, close. Barely, you know I mean? barely. Not a barely. Johnny, let's get the stereotypes out of the way. Mm-hmm. Why do white people care about pets so much? For real, bro. Mm. <laughs> Well, we need answers to that one. We're gonna, yeah. get, we're gonna get into the real shit in a bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> but black people always run across the road when they see dogs, so we just kind of like. Yo, why are black people scared of dogs? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. To be fair, since we're on stereotypes, why are black people so afraid of I've dogs? I've been chased by. Bro, I've been chased. I've been by chased by enough dogs. dogs. I've been chased by enough dogs in the dark for no reason at all. For no reason. Very aggressive. Do you know what I mean? Minding my business, start growling at me for no reason at all. Maybe that's because why. Because my pigment. That's why Kurt Zuma kicked the cat because he didn't really want it with a canine. Yeah, so you guys care about cats a lot. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody came out. Gabby Logan. Like... Gabby Logan? Like, like you know, the, the girls who do, like, Sky Sports News. Mm. Like, they were piping up, like, why is Kurt Zuma playing today? And it reminded me of the episode of Atlanta, season one, mm-hmm. when Darius goes into the shooting... Was it season one or season two? He goes into the shooting range... And there are these white Americans in the shooting range and they're shooting at the standard stereotypical outlines of a man, you know, where you shoot parts of the body, the head, da 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 da. And then Darius goes in, was it a black man? Definitely a black man. Okay, cool. And then Darius goes in and he decides not to use the white <laughs> outline of a male. He puts an outline of a dog. <laughs> and then he starts shooting at it. And then the other guys, the white Americans, realize what the F is going down and they lose their shit. They go over to him and say, hey there, boy, you can't be shooting no dogs. (laughs) And he's like, well, well, why would I want to shoot a human? And they're like, (laughs) you don't shoot a dog. You don't shoot a dog. And he's like, well, and then they basically kicked him out of the shooting range because the idea of shooting a dog was worse than the idea of shooting a fellow man. Fellow man. White people just aren't used to seeing dogs get shot as frequently as black people are in America. So in that context. Wow. 
You can understand the shock. Johnny. Johnny. I mean. Johnny. What's in this rum? I mean. What's in this rum? You, you've just lost all of your black fans. I mean, I didn't justify it. I just said it happens more often in America than, can you than just... dog violence. Can I make you a drink, man? All right. So this but is them a... really country ones probably end up killing their dogs a lot anyway. At some point. You know what I'm saying? So this is actually bigger than stereotypes. This is actually bigger than, than the cats. Mikhail Antonio, Kurt Zuma's teammate, asked a very pointed question to the, uh, to the press who accosted him on his way out of training. And he asked them a very good question, which has been ringing all throughout the week. Is this worse than racism? It's a question that the corners occupied by our white counterparts can't seem to answer very straight. I think it was on question time where somebody posed the same question. And I think it was Fiona Bruce who was just like, they're two different things, buddy. Yeah, they are. But the fact is, is that in getting a 250,000 pound fine, Kurt Zuma has officially been punished more than anybody who has committed race-related crimes in football, including John Terry, including Luis Suarez. But they wanted more punishment. Some and people, they still some wanted people, Kurt to some, lose it all. Some people wanted him to be suspended for the rest of the season. Some people wanted him to be sacked completely. His brother, who recorded the video and posted it, um, has been dropped by his club as Dagenham well. Dagenham and Redbridge. Dagenham and Redbridge, until further notice. Um, and again, weighing up next to John Terry and all that other stuff. I mean, it's a little bit much, isn't it? A little bit. What just, you, it's, what? Not, it's, not, it's not a little bit much, it's, it's a lot. When Pop. it's like, when, when, they, when these men are racist, like, towards us and that, what happens? These little 20,000 pound fines, mm. like, what, what, how many teams have we seen that have barely been penalised? That's it, he's been fined more than whole countries. Bro, can you imagine? Bulga the whole of Bulgaria got less of a fine can than you? Kurt Zuma. Ridiculous chat. Ridiculous chat. Suddenly these men care. Now that it's uh, sponsors coming out and they're worried that the Premier League uh, West Ham has seen sponsors pull away from them. They're going, oh, no, 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 no. This one's important. This one's important. Throughout, fuck knows, how many instances of fans booing, taking the knee or making monkey noises and throwing bananas at black players over the years. No sponsors have pulled out. Mm. No corporate responsibility. Mm. No PR statements. Mm. Uh, suddenly this one seems to have garnered all of the attention. Uh, so Wilfred Zaha was right. This knee shit is long. <laughs> yeah, because it don't affect anything. Yeah. Oh. He was right. Yeah. There is a campaign. Man like Ivan Tony was right. Yeah. Why are we doing this? This means, not to be fair, the FA haven't actually done anything. This was a West Ham fine. Yeah. Right. So as it stands, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, the Football Association have actually kind of got this right. He definitely deserves punishment. But when it was, I don't know about you, man, how you guys feel, but when I found out that he had been fined two, and a, two, two weeks wages and had his cat seized, I was like, cool, we move. Seems, yeah. seems all right. Fully. We move. What more do we want from this? Yeah. Right? A sacrificial lamb, basically. I saw, um, I saw Darren Lewis, who's the Mirror's football journalist, uh, prominent black journalist, kind of been really the only major black football writer in the game for the last 20 years. It made the point, now the precedent's been set now. Companies have set pace. Mm. Oh, you see, oh, yeah, you see? You see, you see these videos, yeah? you see this uh, stuff happening and you pull sponsorship? Very good. Mm. Let's see next time the tweet comes out, next time the video comes out, next time some players talking mad, 
Next time something racist happens, next time a country has their fans acting mad, let's see sponsorships disappear. Mm. Because yeah. if not, oh boy, then maybe animals are more important than black people. And you can, it, you can speak with your wallet on that, innit? Yeah. Yeah. Is it hypocrisy given shooting of pigeons and pheasants? Is it hypocrisy given horses being whipped mm. in horse racing? Mm. Is it hypocrisy that he has been fined for cruelty towards animals when everything else seems to be legitimate ways to fuck with animals well, left, right, and centre. It's not well, they're, hypocrisy. They're, they're, they're not household do pets. That to cats, do you? But plus, they're no, not but household it's animal pets. cruelty. They're not household pets, though. Dogs are man's best friend. Cats are whatever they are, but they're household pets. They're animals that humans hold dear. Shooting foxes and shooting pigeons and you know doing all that to horses—that's part of the sport. That's Horse sport. racing is fully haram when you think about it. You it's know? bad, bro. It's proper fucked up. Like it's just smack. fully fox hunting. All right, I can. I actually. I hate foxes. So I can kind of understand it, and also yeah. it's necessary pest control in the otherwise like your chickens are getting fucked up and yeah, your farms yeah, yeah. fucked. There's kind of uh, maybe it's not ideal that you might enjoy it so much. Yeah. Very sus, but yeah. it kind of like there's a reason that it should happen. Horse racing's fucked, bro. That shit should have been cancelled a long time ago. Bro, what humans do to animals, period. I remember watching this documentary, I think it's called Earthlings, mm. about how animals are used for food, for entertainment, for fashion. And they go behind the scenes of like farms where, you know, cows are getting killed and mm. pigs are getting killed and all that kind of stuff. Yo, what we do to animals is crazy. Foie gras. Have you ever seen like foie gras? What goes into making foie gras? What, no. what goes into like the process pork. of like it's like duck liver essentially the process of getting that shit out and the, the, the inhumane uh, circumstances or conditions well, rather they cut out alive or something oh man it's mad uh, I thought it was earthlings where they unearthed what happens in, in the making of Far Gras but I'll find the documentary it's a mad one like but it kind of goes into my point right like this situation is terrible and look it takes a certain a specific kind of sicko to film that shit like, yeah. oh, I know what we're gonna do. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna film. We're gonna film you slapping your cat, Kurt. And he's like, we, 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 being sure. Like what? And post yeah. it as well. Yeah, and but, then post it. But two twos, mashallah, that's Darwinism, isn't it? Like they're both fucking idiots, and they both got each other clapped. So, like the Lord's done His work on this one, on this small, small one. If he hadn't recorded it, then he'd still be slapping his cat around. So, mm. fuck him. Yeah. And um, do you want to know what my favorite part of this story was? Go on. Came today, actually. Mm hmm. <laughs> So we mentioned that he has been fined two weeks wages, totaling 250K. Mm -hmm. Apparently, nobody at West Ham knew that's how much he earned. So you <laughs> have, apparently, a mutiny amongst the players so who jealous. now want at least pay parity. Uh -uh. So basically, it's a lot of money. So wonderful. So basically, it's a football manager situation where you just like yes. click, you've renewed a contract, renewed a contract, and then the next day, the yes. other players are like, show me the money, baby. <laughs> wants parity. Also wants a new contract. Always hate it when that happens. Fuming. Couldn't, oh, couldn't happen to a shittier club. Yeah, it couldn't happen to nice people. Because there are some fucking wrongins running West Ham United. Do your research. Um, so good luck. Oh yeah, they're Jewish as well. Yeah. You guys are everywhere. Shout out Karen Brady though. <laughs> You guys are in porn as well. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I guess like, yeah, I guess the f most famous porn star of all time, Ron Jeremy, is your people's as well, right? Is he? Yeah. Is oh, he not God Jewish? Hashem, I didn't know that. Yeah, we'll claim him. We can have him. Well, yeah, I, I don't cool. think he'd want to do that. I don't know. He's, he's been accused of like oh, rape and torture. Oh, and swear. All sorts is of Is he cancelled? No, yeah. you, you, white, pe cancelled. white people can hold him. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
One, look, one look at him and you yeah. kind of put two, two together. On the subject of crime. Oh boy. Oh boy. It's been a big week for the Metropolitan Police. The Queen is dead. Long live the Queen. Cressida Dick. What name? Is out of here. Metropolitan Police Chief Commissioner mm-hmm. Cressida Dick has buckled under the pressure bestowed upon her by London Mayor Sadiq Khan, who mm-hmm. earlier this week said he had lost confidence in her ability to transition the Met into a trusted, loved establishment. And while he doesn't have the power to sack her, it's always been a thing where if the London mayor says, I've lost faith in the commissioner, that that commissioner has to do one. And that is what has happened. Cressida Dick is apparently going to get a very handsome 600K payoff. Obviously. Apparently. And a pension, surely. And a pension, I'm sure. But this is many things, this news. It is the start of what is likely to be a massive, massive cover-up and a lot of fuckery that she presided over. Mm-hmm. But I want to focus on the positives. This is the end of somebody who is ultimately as bent as it gets. Biggest up. I think we've probably had in that position in history. Yeah, there's a few takes. I mean, most Met commissioners are pretty bent. Lord Blair, pretty bent. Bernard Hogan Howe, pretty bent. I can respect a competent villain. Mm. She's just been a fucking idiot from mm. day. Right. And that is like, she's ultimately sourceless for having one of the most powerful jobs in the country and being too dumb to do anything with it. I don't know. Do, it, do you want me to do the whole background of fuckery? Should we, should we list the crest of the dick fuckeries? Yeah, give us the big ones. The big ones. The big ones are, so the first one and the one that was kind of like her breakthrough season, um, was the uh, Jean-Charles de Menezes uh, fuckery when they shot an innocent... Well, when the state murdered an innocent man in Stockwell Station. When was that? In 2005? A couple of weeks after... 7-7. And, and whatnot. She was the commander in charge of the operation. She acted, in, well, kind of impotently on, on poor information. The Met was uh, deemed culpable for his murder, although she was somehow um, allowed off the hook in that case. She kind of went into hiding a little bit in her career, as we've discussed in the past, and then suddenly came back as a an, as, as an assistant commissioner um, and rose her way up through the Mets. But the John Charles de Menezes was just the first major fuckery. In the last year alone, I listed, she's been forced to apologize for the following. The failure to stop Wayne Cousins and the murder of Sarah Everard forced to apologize for officers sharing pictures on WhatsApp of Nicole Smallman and Bibba Henry. Um, forced to apologize for the Daniel Morgan report uh, that the force is institutionally corrupt, that she was personally named in, which I'll come back to in a minute. Uh, and also for the blunders that allowed Stephen Port to keep murdering young gay men around London. She, like I said, was the commander during the John Charles de Menezes case. Um, the drip drip of scandals really started about two years ago um, when the Met was accused of a string of racist stop and search events targeting black people. Stop and search then became a popular fuckery um, pre-pandemic. And that clearly didn't do much because 
teenage homicides are at a 30 year high as, as a way to mark the end of her command of the Met. There was the Daniel Morgan report, which may be worth briefly, briefly touching on because she was specifically named, which is about the murder of a private investigator in 1987 um, that the Met basically admitted in 2011 corrupt officers covered up. Um, but when the subsequent report came out last year, said that the force was institutionally corrupt, uh, she denied all culpability. It was actually proven that she had withheld documents from the investigation and somehow was not forced to resign at that point. But my favorite one is the very famous, uh, we don't investigate crimes retrospectively with regards to the Downing Street parties. Don't know. Which is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Maybe the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We don't investigate crimes retrospectively. She so that. she's on some minority oh, report whoa, whoa, whoa. shit. Yeah. The head of the Met. Yeah. Said that. Yeah. Yep. It's on an LBC. Her whole chest. Yeah, on an LBC interview, which means obviously like immediately free the mandem because they Her lipless all... face. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lipless. Just yes. came out of the bottom of her nose. Her lipless face. Um, yes. Only Yemi. Brother. Where's the lie? No yeah. lies told. It's pretty bleak. And just and just on that, um, on the discrimination tip, um, Andy George, who's the president of the leading black police body, the National mm-hmm. Black Police Association, said that she was the most defensive and dismissive police leader mm-hmm. and that her defending the Met rather than seeking to end the culture of fear and the toxic culture within it was her Achilles heel. So she's got hella priors of just... Oh not doing anything and being the most ineffective leader. Big time. Big time. I mean, um, she's so bent, she makes Harvey Dent look kosher, basically. But it really leaves uh, the Met in a pretty fucked up place um, because now the bloke who is in charge of replacing her... Who is going to replace her? Ha! <laughs> glad you asked. So there's a bloke in the running who's like mainly everyone's um, leading shot. Uh, what's his name? Neil, uh, Neil Basu. Neil sounds, Basu. Sounds black. He's Asian. Oh, sounds He's Asian. Ethnic. He's going to struggle to get the job because he said Boris would probably not be allowed to be a copper for the whole pickinannies and letterboxes thing. He's unlikely to get enough political support for number he's, 10. He sounds like gang. He's probably the only guy uh, qualified in the Met to get it. So the only reason that Cressa Dick had a contract extended to 2024, this is fucking jokes when I read this, is because I think it was last year, a couple of years ago, when they renewed it, there was literally no one else in the Met that they thought was competent enough to do the job. She got it by default. She Oli Gunnar Solskjaer'd <laughs> her way to running the Met. Um, but also pretty damning running an organization that you've actually not cultivated anyone competent enough to replace you. Um, yeah. So like I said, the bloke who's going to be in charge of replacing her now, Boris, is currently under investigation from the Met. And I'm sure that's all going to go fine and dandy. Yeah. Pretty Patel's kicking off. You need to control your baby mama. Um <laughs> I wish she's um, she's been kicking off. She said it was Brother. she said it was quote um, what was she the is quote? Paying, bro. I'm sorry. She's not. She's it's not her, paying. You need no, to talk to you. You might need to talk to your brother. You know she, she is. She would lock you up. She's not paying. She 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 would lock you up. But you might thank her. Sir, she's not paying. Um, Preet Patel said that it was rude and unprofessional of Sadiq Khan to sack Cressida Dick in this sense, and felt that she'd been blindsided. It was deeply ironic for a woman who uh, turns a blind eye to refugees drowning in the channel. True to form, though. And was fired from her job um, previously. Don't for talk about my baby like that. Illegally so. lobbying uh, the Israeli government um, and also been accused of bullying and breaking the ministerial code. You got, one more, job. You got one more diss. Sir, I beg of you. Can, you, your can you control him, please? I beg of you. My baby, Pri Pri. Pri Pri? 
It's like Riri, but pre pre. Ignore the haters. They're just, <laughs> they're just Marxist, baby. It's me and you against the world. <laughs> Yuck. Oh, man. Uh, what is there to say? What is there to say? Fine. I mean, it's, it's a sad day for normative determinism in that, like, you know, when you meet a guy called like Rob Pipe, who's a plumber, or Max Bricks, who's a builder, crested a dick, no longer a copper. And that's sad. I feel like we were, we were all worse off for that. Um, but if this is the beginning of the end of the modern Met, good. Do I trust the Tories to reform the Met into something like a consensual policing force that doesn't discriminate against minorities and try and strip the civil liberties of anyone who doesn't have the money to defend them? No, I don't. Um, so it's probably going to be pretty fucked in the short term. There's going to be a power vacuum at the top. There's no one competent to replace her. Not that she was competent to start with. Um, and really, I guess we kind of just need to keep up the energy of protesting because this now incompetent police force that is corrupt, that she's quitting because she doesn't want to tin Boris, um, is going to be in charge of us not being allowed to protest anymore. And that's yeah. vibes. But, um, but who, who in their right mind expects the successor to actually reform and change the culture? Me. Okay. With time, yeah, of course. You reckon? Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. I'm not so sure. Yeah, I'm I expect it. I'm not, I'm not so sure. I, as in, like, it's an expectation of mine. Do I expect it to happen? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like, I, I don't expect anything to happen. Like, that culture is so embedded. Mm. Institutionally embedded. It's institutionally embedded. We've seen it. Yeah. We've seen it. Leroy yeah. Logan. Yeah. Saw and Small Act. Mm -hmm. How he was treated. Mm -hmm. The whole Stephen Lawrence thing. Mm. We've seen this and it's just, get, it seems to be getting worse. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just or, more brazen. And if you ain't yeah. seen Line of Duty, shout out Jed Mercurio. Yes. If you ain't seen Line of Duty, shout fun out fact, Ted Hastings. Watch fun, that shit. Fun fact, you know, you know who hates Line of Duty? Who? Cressida Dick. Mm. Yeah. I wonder why. Very good. Mm. She's a bent copper. <laughs> she's a bent. <laughs> what, what was his line again? Jesus, Mary Joseph on the way to the lamb. Shout out Hastings. Shout out him. Um, Shout out Super. We are now venturing into the music industry. It's been awards week. Mm. The Brits have mm. been here. Oh, I got life. invited. Did you, you, you got invited as well, didn't you? No. Oh. What do you I, mean? I got invited. To what? To the Brits. We went to the Brits. What? I'm in the voting academy and I didn't get invited. Mm. You went to the... We, we all went to the... You I went weren't the, invited. Oh, you weren't invited? Nah. We, we weren't. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I was trying to set him up because he wasn't invited and he was complaining about it on Twitter. Oh, uh, were you? So basically what happened? Uh, <laughs> Someone that. tweeted, I find it wild that producers and songwriters aren't <laughs> invited to the Brits. I quote tweeted it saying, all voting Academy members. I liked that tweet. That's all. That was a bite. But I feel That's you. That's a big I agree bite. I agree <laughs> Who cares? You. I agree with you. Who did you vote for? Um, so basically the process is, you don't necessarily vote. You don't exactly vote for the winners. You vote for the nominees. Ah. So you have a long list of artists in each category. You pick three to five. Which categories category did you have? All of them. Oh. All of them. So, so you were responsible for the fuckery that we saw the other night. I was not responsible for anything. Okay. What, what was the fuckery? Um, I was a... I'm going to get onto it, Johnny. I, I, don't, I wasn't responsible for anything. I feel like it was an executive decision by the Brits to make it um, gender neutral. Which I'm going to get onto. Which you're going to get into. You man have been ruining my fucking intro so I can all Sorry, night. Bro. All night. No, it's all right, it's all right. Carry on. Um, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't me. It was just, um, I feel like I was very much a list, a, a name and a long list of names that sounded ethnic that, you know, <laughs> filled, filled, Whoa. Filled, that filled the quota of um, your a diverse na your name academy. Is, your name's hella ethnic, by the way. It is hella ethnic. Yemi Abiyade. It's hella ethnic, hella to ethnic. be fair. Yeah. 
I, I kind of don't blame him. Yeah, but me and Pete kind of soften it with our <laughs> white names, <laughs> with, our, with our white first names, Peter and Richard. Yeah, I claim my Nigerian name still from a young age. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. To be fair, I've, 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 I've like I've not not claimed my African names. You don't use it. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, to be fair, when I meet like new women these days, I introduce myself as Ade. Which I never really got. Do you know what I mean? I've never known you. That's as someone Ade. who's trying to hide. No, I'm not trying to hide. That's someone who's what? trying to not have the women do their due diligence on LinkedIn. <laughs> For real. Now some women is Peter. If I call myself Ade, they can't find Ade. me. If you say Ade, Abi Ade on Google, it brings up all kinds of man from Ekiti States. Your knee's just exposing my whole thing now, bro. <laughs> Fully. He thinks I don't know him. Some Fully. women I'm Peter, some women I'm Ade. Ade, I mean? Abi Ade. When I'm out of town, I might be something else. It don't make no sense. Fucking I did see a great tweet which said, doesn't even look like the Brits anymore. They might as well call it the Bengalis. <laughs> Someone Whoa. did see Munya and Nella Rose host and thought, I thought it was the Mobos. That was it. That was That's hilarious. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you might know how I feel about Adele. And if you don't know how I feel about Adele, I think you are all lying. Boy. I think you're all lying, okay? Mm, um, you don't enjoy her music. I don't listen much, to her music. As much as you say you do. I don't mm. enjoy I don't it. listen. If you are listening to me and you listen to Adele, I'm calling you a liar. But wait. I'm looking into the mic and calling you a liar. I've never once Her 19 album was really good. You guys all take the piss. None of you can name five of her songs outside of the bangers. So okay. can you? I like, I'm not a fan. Okay. I like Hometown Glory. Fire, legendary, beautiful, classic. Rolling in the Deep, it doesn't count. It's the big one. Skyfall, biggest fucking Bond film at the time. Of right, course right. you're going to remember that one, right? Right, right? But I don't think any of you know her songs and you all lied when you said that. You said it was good. It was trash. You know it was mm. trash. And the video looked exactly the same as the last one she dropped when she came out, what was it, seven years ago. She doesn't even put much thought into her fucking album names. All right? Don't give me that shit. Nobody gets, nobody gets jiggy with Adele. And I was, I was actually going to come in here and say that it absolutely pisses me off that her new album, 30, came out in November and it's already scooping up album of the year. Talk about it. Artist of the year. Talk I was about gonna it. come in here and talk about that. Talk about it. And spew mad vitriol talk about it. to the music industry fellas who talk, we have tonight as our guests. Talk about it. But no, the story got a bit better, mm -hmm. actually. It got a bit better. Because when she went up to uh accept her award for I think album of the year. I don't know which one it was, it was one of them. She made a comment and um that comment really upset people. Was it divorce, babe? Let yeah. me play you. Is that what she said? What she said. She really wasn't expecting this one at all. Like, yeah. And also, I would say, you know, I, I understand why the name of this award has changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. Cancel her. I do. Cancel her. I'm, re I'm really proud of us. I really, really am. Thank you so much. Fairly innocuous, I would have thought. Right? Awful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't believe she'd say such a thing. Wrong. <laughs> She is being accused of transphobia. Mm. Can you imagine? Mm. For these comments. I'm so you can't even be proud of being and a And of being a tough. Yeah. Mm. Yemi made a comment about how they have changed the structure of the Brits this year. Um, turning it to gender neutral. Meaning that across a number of categories, they've gone from having an individual male, an individual female award, to just having a best award. So I'm, I'm for that. Best album 
best artist, best international, mm. yada, yada, yada. And, and, we can, and we can get onto why you're for that mm. in a second. That comment about loving being a woman caused quite a shitstorm. And Yemi just referred to the term turf or trans-exclusionary radical feminist. Haram. And that is what Adele has been labelled this week. <laughs> I'm laughing because Peter is shaking his head. <laughs> Peter is pissed. I've Nonsense. Some, I've got, I'm pissed. <laughs> One tweet was... Who'd have thought Adele was a transphobe? I got that one too. And would use her platform to call for the destruction of the trans community. Very good. Especially the confused teenagers. Hmm. Do you have some other tweets? I do. Wonderful. So <laughs> I've got from Jacob at Oh Hey Jacob. Because <laughs> why not? Free why? promo. Why? Fucking free promo. Why? Shout out Jake. Because why not? Matt. <laughs> Please, no, Adele can't be a turf. That last comment, though ambiguous, could be perceived as turfy. Please, no. <laughs> it gets better. One other comment says, Adele is disgusting. Saying she loves being a woman at a gender-neutral event is a slap in the face of the organizers and stinks of turf malcontent. <laughs> no one cares about your cis privilege. Hashtag turf. <sighs> Pete. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I'm, no, throwing, no, I'm, fro I'm throwing you in a no, deep end, bro. And who better to unpack this bro, than four red blooded males? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Let's get up in women's business. Let's talk about women's business. Progressive males. Bro, let's progressive. Go. And turf shit. I hate this world, man. Go on. I, I hate this world. Unleash. Go off Do you need more rum? Do you need more rum? Yeah, give me a little bit of rum. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I hate this world. So what? She can't even be proud of being a woman no more? Nope. Why? What's wrong because, with what she said? What was wrong with what she said? Because turf, bro. What the fuck is even because that? What is, what is that? Because turf. It's trans-exclusionary. Because trans turf. Nah, that's so Yo, we need to chill, man. They got JK Rowling the fuck out of here. Bro, they ran up on her crib. Bro, we need to chill, man. They ran up on her yard. Society needs to chill. Social media needs to chill. People need to chill, man. We need to relax, man. What is all of this now, man? It's this getting is, ridiculous at this, this is, point. Uh, we can't this say is, nothing no more, This bro. is the beast that white women created. You said you were for... Now, that's an interesting point. Can you elaborate? No. Uh, <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to be salacious. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there's a deeper point we'll get to. Uh, so the reason I'm for the gender neutral yeah. thing, simply because it just cuts the time in half. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Award shows this, are shit. Yeah, it's pointless. They're awful. Just go up, clap, collect your thing, fuck off. Yeah. Honestly. Uh, I, got, I got news to watch. Um, the, on the deeper point, uh, it's, it's kind of the problem with, do you know, I was having a chat with my mum today, yeah? Shout out, mummy. About I had to had to use the side entrance at work, not because of my status in society, but um, because there was a protest planned outside the office. Mm. And she said, "Who's protesting?" I said, "Well, Extension Rebellion often protest outside my place of work." Uh -huh. She said, "Why is that?" And I said, "Well, you know, we're a bank, and we probably lend some money to some people who do shit that's not great for the environment. It's how finance works. It's not a deal, but they seem to target us." Uh, and they're always there. And she goes, why are they always protesting? I said, as a joke, because they're fucking Marxist and they don't have a job. And she says, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? When I was growing up, uh, the working classes didn't have time to do this shit. And I said, well, none of these people are actually doing these protests are working class. Facts. And this discourse is basically the inevitable end of neo-Marxist ideological politics or identity politics in that we've now come to a point where... 
Yo, they're going to kill us proper liberals yeah, big off, time. bro. They're yeah, killing yeah. us proper liberals off. Well, I don't, we I, are... Please don't ever call me liberal, but... But... You're, li- uh, you're liberal. You're a liberal no, person. No, I'm, I'm literally a socialist. But we're, we're now at a point where... Socialists are fairly liberal. I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Why are you about. moving away from that? Uh, I, I don't even... So, sometimes socialist, I just... Socialists are... Vi- yeah, yeah, sometimes I just let bro. Johnny just get his shit off. Not a big L, L liberal. Don't call me I didn't big say... L. I said we were liberals. And that's a mindset more than a fucking political stance. Carry on. Sharing the land is fairly liberal. Fairly socialist. Anyway. Fairly liberal. We're going to get to a point of no return. We're going to get to a point of no return. You guys want Trump back. You want all of this far right narrative to get deeper and deeper and deeper. You are going about it the right fucking way, buddy. I want Trump back. I want Trump back on Twitter mainly because it's fucking lit. Yeah, you keep saying that, but I've really enjoyed not seeing his tweets for the last year. I've really enjoyed it. I haven't even noticed, to be fair. Yeah. And that feels great, right? Yeah. You're both lacking with a capital L. Anyway, back to the point. Um, we're now at basically a point in, in this fucking weird identity politics discourse where one cannot take pride in one's own being without um, without seemingly causing offence to those who don't relate to your identity. Yeah. And ironically, it's actually the same shit that liberals get upset with when people start talking about being proud to be British. Some people are proud to be British. Some people are proud to be English. Now, of course, that comes with baggage that you may think that they haven't unpacked or whatever, but that's not to say that they hate other people because they're proud to be English. I'm going to tell you, I told you so in just a second. I'm going to let you get your shit off and I'm going to link it to last week. But, but it's the on. exact same thing that Adele's saying. Adele hasn't said anything about trans people. She hasn't Can made a comment. No, 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 no. Where was this energy with Marcus Rashford and Wiley the other time? I didn't say told Marcus you so. Rashford. Told I didn't say Marcus so. Rashford did anything. You shouldn't have to come out and say every fucking thing you're against for and people to know your body. And I agreed. You did not. I did. We recorded it. We'll listen to it. We'll listen. This you is, were like, quiz gate sh- all over you, again. No, your exact words were, he should have come out and said that he's against it. He did. I said he and did. Now, and now, that, no, you I said, said he, he did. Sh- you said it. I think I low key Are you going to let me land? Huh? I think I low key played devil's advocate as no, well. No, Johnny said, I listened to it again. Johnny said he should have come out and said it. He did. And now we should leave him alone. And I'm saying, my thing was, you shouldn't have to. Adele shouldn't have to say, I am pro the trans community. So this is going to piss him off, but it's a false equivalence again. Oh, it's not a fucking false equivalence. It's a false equivalence again. You say that every time. Well, you keep making false equivalences. Bullshit. The point is that her being proud to be a woman is not a comment on the trans community. Uh, And now we're back into Dave Chappelle territory. But fam, Wiley taking a picture, Marcus Rashford rather, taking a picture with Wiley Mm -hmm. doesn't make him anti-Semitic. I, and I said that. I agreed. Ah, he is the slippery. Yo, you're, you're Floyd Mayweather with the you fucking are, neck are, roll. Yeah, yeah, you're you're are, Floyd yeah, with the yeah, neck yeah. roll. Honest to God. You are, you are. I agreed. Jesus, carry on. I agreed. It's unrecorded. Anyway, with this is the, it is the inevitable end. It's the inevitable end of bullshit discourse from people who have no connection to either left-wing, small L, liberal, Marxist, whatever. It's just, this, is, this is unfortunately where we both end up sounding like Piss Morgan. It's workery for the sake of it. Yeah. Right? And I'm sure that it's tough that these trans kids go... It is, it's unimaginable the trauma that these trans kids go through in a society that isn't geared towards trans people, but they don't also realise that the vast majority of people just don't give a shit. Fam! But also, but also... Just don't give a also, shit. Also, but not being geared towards them doesn't mean you're anti-trans. Exactly. Also, yeah. The Brits doing a gender-neutral event whether they did or not, is not an attack on the trans community. Yeah. It's and pretty pro fucking trans. It's pretty accommodating. Yeah. It's pretty accommodating yeah. to actually swerve off people who are proud of being women. She couldn't yeah. collect she couldn't collect female artist of the year. She might have won a gender neutral thing anyway, but she might have wanted to be female artist of the year and she couldn't. But that's fine because yeah. we accommodated. Yeah. Still not enough. Yeah, and back to what we were saying about women's position position rather in society and the fact that we need to hold them on a fucking pedestal, put them in positions. 
I don't agree with your whole thing about making, I know you did it for different reasons. I know you agree with it for different yeah, yeah. reasons, but I don't agree with this conflation. I don't agree with this consolidation of it all because ultimately we do need to recognize the contributions of a whole bunch of diverse backgrounds, genders and so on and so forth. It has to happen. More awards, more awards is fine. It's just a bit of metal to the Brits Awards, but it's everything to Adele and her team, the, the people that you don't see, the people who then go on LinkedIn and be like, I worked on Adele on her Brit Award winning 30 album. I did like, her light show so, for her stage. I did the award. light yeah. show for this and so on and so forth. It's so, so important that we actually broaden the amount. Maybe, clearly the awards shows, the ceremonies themselves need to tighten it up, make it a bit more entertaining, not have Mo Gilligan as the host and so on and so forth. But, that keep Maya Jana, bro. That wasn't a shot. Keep, 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 keep Maya all day. Keep she, she doesn't have to dress though, but that's another story. Um, um, debatable. No, no, no. Her, she needs a new stylist. Um, I'll be honest. Um, Not that night. We need more. Anti-stylist. He did this last week with Marcus Rashford. We do need more. We do need more. Guy again. Have you seen me dressed though? Anyway, like it's, we, we need more. And I feel like they missed the trick. I think we're going to return back to gender awards, gender-based awards in the future. If so. it's fucking Sam Smith and Will Young as the biggest fucking advocates for a gender-neutral thing, I put it to you that it's probably not going to last for very long, these two schmucks. Well, here's uh, the thing. As much as it's been, as much as Adele was being criticised, she's also had a lot of people jump to her defence. So mm -hmm. there was a author called Jane Simons who tweeted, a decade ago, if someone had said a woman would get criticised for the thought crime of saying she liked being a woman, I would have laughed at such a ludicrous suggestion. Now it is happening. I don't know whether to cry or scream. Congratulations, Adele, and thank you. I want Peter to go off because he's frustrated. Fam, fam I, I think I'm too like frustrated to even articulate it properly, but because you men are pretty much like hit the nail on the head, I just don't understand why there's always an uproar with. See, no, I can't talk. If I talk, I'm gonna get in trouble. Man. Please. <laughs> this is if what, I what talk, I'm we need a couple viral moments. I just yes. don't understand why like there's always an uproar with like the alphabet gang. I don't understand. Oh! I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't He actually said it. He used it. Every he time. He used the term. He used the term. He actually said it. I feel like they pull themselves into a lot of conversations that don't even involve them. Hence mm. this Adele situation. It had nothing to do with men or any trans community at all. It was simply about being proud to be a woman. What the fuck is wrong with that? Now listen, Why does that even need to be a conversation? We don't, we don't want to generalize because obviously a certain sex. No, let's generalize. No, I'm let's here generalize, for the, bro, I'm here for the, the, no, no, the same thing that. No, Yemi. Respectfully, let him go off. Fam, it's the same I thing that Dave this. Chappelle was saying, bro. Of course we need to generalize, bro. Because it's the same shit that happens every time, bro. Every time there's something that happens, that community specifically comes out and is in an uproar. All the time, bro. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I'm tired, I don't tire. It's a jarring conversation mm -hmm. at this point, man. It's a, it's, when there's like specific conversations that are targeting that sex or people cool, I understand it. But when it don't involve them, bro, mind your business, man. It's got nothing to yeah. do with you. They're not talking, no one's talking to you. Bro. I agree in that respect. I think yeah. we do need to realise that there's a reason that papers like the Daily Mail run these headlines and it's so that it elicits reactions like these out of people and that actually is an extreme minority of people on Twitter or public discourse who are saying these kinds of things and criticising Adele. But the press would have you believe that it's 50% of the conversation and that's how you move the Overton window to the right. That's how you make people feel like modern society is all about radical inclusionary bullshit or ultimate wokeness. Most people... 95% of people don't give a shit. 100%. But also, it's the way that this stuff is framed in the media that makes people upset. Can we now get back to the initial point of Adele after a month and a half of her album being out, <laughs> winning album of the year? We knew that was going to happen. Yeah, that's very cheeky. Artists. We knew that's that was going to happen. Cheeky, the year. Anytime Adele lands, she's sweeping all of the awards. We know this. Do you see why 
I hung up. I ultimately hung up my mic and went into semi-retirement. I can't be bothered, bruv. We this need to set a criteria. The game was rigged. How long Fucking albums need dead. to be the game was rigged. The game was rigged. Considered for a Bruv. Because bruv. if it came out in November, we're now in February. Can I be honest? I don't understand. Nobody has spoken about Adele's album since after the week it came out. Let's be real. We're, all, we're music heads in this room. Nobody has spoken about that album. If you see the credits, it's uh, it's uh, it's Goran, the collaborator of Childish Gambino, the Swedish lad. It's Max Martin, the biggest Swedish producer of all time. It's Inflow on that thing. So you're expecting big things. Mm. It's not big, oh. I'm just looking at the And nominees. she won everything. Yeah, I was going to ask. Trying to look at the nominees for the best album. I think Dave was. Dave Little was Sim in there. Little Sims in, was. Infinitely better. Little Sam, Sims. Sam Fender was as well. So it was Adele, 30. Sam Fender, 17 going under. Ed Sheeran equals. Dave all alone in this together. Little Sims, sometimes I might be introvert. Yeah, see, it's a slap in the face to all of those artists, man, who have produced music. They, they released their albums like way before that Adele's album came out. Um, and they've been completely overlooked just because a big an artist has dropped their album. That's completely unfair, man, because you could argue that those albums that dropped were better quality music anyway. So it's a complete shunning of the artists that had released music before and have released so better music. So you, said, you said Dave and Little Sims were in there. Yes. It's, it's a rig. It's 100%. Full stop. The it's game is rig. It sounds but like game... essentially that the only way they were going to get Adele to that awards was by making sure she won. Bingo. Her appearance fee was the awards. Let's she lives it, in LA. Let's keep it a buck. Her appearance fee. There were people who were actually in the UK who didn't even show up to the Brits, right? I think Little Mix didn't show up and somebody else big who are in the UK, they were like, nah, B. Can and that, that tells me a lot, by the way. Can I ask a question? Would Adele have known she's going to win before she turned That's up? what we're saying, yes. She, so she knew. In some instances. Is that how it works? I don't know In some works. instances, it's like, the, it's like the, uh, the, the, the legend that follows Beyonce. Yeah. Right? She doesn't show up unless she's winning shit. Okay. Basically. So you know when like um, you do the Oscars and there's like the four actors like sitting there like yeah. yes, someone already knows that they've won. So not always. It's not always predetermined, right? There's there is a an element of surprise. The mm. envelopes are only revealed or given to the to the to the presenters at the last minute and so on and so forth. But there are some award ceremonies that when they go through the organization pr process, they they weigh up who of all the celebrities or big artists in the world are available to come. They go through them, and if they if, if it's looking pretty peak because none of the big people want to come, they're like, "If you come, we'll give you, yeah. we'll yeah. give you the best artist." Or it's just a popularity oh, for real. Yeah. Of course, award shows oh, are popularity contests. Yes, they always have been. Yeah, of course, mm. they always have been. But anyway, um, she's an amazing singer, though. I just don't. She looks great too. Her music isn't amazing, but her voice. She doesn't look great. She doesn't look great. I've had to listen. She doesn't look great. She doesn't look great. She looks cool. No, she looks good, man. She looks are you great. are you guys saying that because she's lost weight? Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. You guys are weightist. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no, you are. Listen, bigger. No, you bigger, are. Bigger people you can are. look great you too. Are. You weren't saying she looks great when she was. So what? I can't say she she, she lost weight. She looks great. I don't, I don't understand why people say that. I'm not talking about how she looks. I'm talking about her music. Her music is dead. Oh, her music her voice is, is incredible. I mean, I haven't listened. But she looks incredible. good. I don't the care. The 19 album's really good. I don't care. Everyone gets sucked into her gum fingers and her cockney shit. I don't give a shit. Her music is whack, yo. It's whack. I've never listened, so. And I never will. It's really depressing. This is not, dead. A, this is not a pod position. This is a rich... No, I, get <laughs> I get impassioned, doesn't it? I've got very. Um, she's uh, a Tottenham fan. I can't listen to this. I've got willingly. Exquisite. You I mean, man defended like, Chris Kirkland. I mean, she's from Bristol, defend Adele. I, I like her. <laughs> I like her, but I do think it's just a lot of like. Yeah, he gets I mean? a bit tired afterwards. Yeah, the whole Adele shtick. I can't be asked. Anyway, good luck to them. Um, I think, I hope that the gender awards come back. Um, solidarity and love to the trans community.
look, this just really wasn't, in my opinion, this is my view again, really wasn't a, view, a battle to battle. There really wasn't much in it. But to Johnny's point, maybe no one actually really does care. Uh, maybe the reason why podcasts are so good is because we make stories out of things that aren't necessarily stories. But we've got we some have- breaking news from the government, apparently. Pretty mad. Normally we fucking miss this shit. Um, but as we've been on air discussing Adele, um, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson has received a questionnaire from the Metropolitan Police. What does that mean? Um, so the red line for many uh, Tory MPs was if Boris Johnson's issued a fixed penalty notice, i.e. basically convicted or found guilty by the Met of having broken the law. And as part of the Met taking over the Sue Gray inquiry, um, the shtick was that it was, it was he going to be questioned? Was he going to be charged with anything? Generally speaking, the Met wouldn't be sending these types of questionnaires unless they considered someone needing to present a case for the defense. Hey. Uh, it's basically an indicator that the Met thinks Boris has a case to answer. Hey. Um, and he is now going to have to get his own lawyers Ooh. to email uh, a statement of defense. Uh, I expect this one to kick off nasty over the weekend. Boris. You know what you should do? Every time you record, you should ask Johnny, how close will we to Boris leaving? Well, I think he's going to lose the bet. I think he's going to be gone by summer. He thinks he's going to be gone by the end of the year. No, I, I pulled forward my projection. I said by conference we'd have a new leader. Which is when? September. Okay, but end of summer. Yeah, yeah. So I, I said he would survive March, whatever, mm. but I, like going into late spring is when he gets in. Right, right, right. What else can we talk about? There's obviously been um, some Joe Rogan related issues and, you know, us as podcasters, what happens to who is essentially the biggest podcaster in the world is always of interest because it has massive effects on how we do our thing long term. And I know that he's on a completely different scale, um, but the whole situation with regards, yeah, uh, the whole situation with regards to like freedom of speech and vaccine misinformation and his use of the N word. Yeah, we could touch upon it, but I actually want to wait until that story develops because I think it's going to get quite, interesting i always think that when they bring out archival footage and so on and so forth that's just typically the start of a, of more bullshit that's to come so i'm sure joe is going to have to atone for a lot more fuckery mm-hmm. um and you know who knows spotify then might uh, or might make the move of of, of firing him or, or or cutting off the contract because things get a bit too hot for them i don't think they will but we'll wait to see how that develops he is their cash cow at the moment and their whole direction into podcasts and is very much correlated with his success. So yeah, we'll touch upon that when we come back. Um, Before we move on to relationship advice, uh, I do want to get a bit serious about something that I'm not going to lie, I'm still very pissed off about. One of my, and I think like Yemi and Pete, do you listen to him much? Um, I've listened to him. Yeah. Yeah. I know you listen to him a lot. I certainly listen to him a fucking lot and I've loved him for, for years and years and years. Isaiah Rashad. I don't know why I just dismissed Johnny out of that like he's not a hip-hop head. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I, was gonna, I was gonna style it out and just move on, innit? I love my old school hip-hop. I got no idea who this guy is. Alright, cool. So Isaiah Rashad is a is a rapper from TDE. And TDE, yeah, I think we're some TDE stands here. Top Dog Entertainment, Kendrick Lamar, Scissor, Sir, Absol, Schoolboy Q, Zachary. Who else? Lance Skywalker. Lance Skywalker, Reason. Is Reason still there? Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, in my view, one of the best things that's happened to hip hop in the last 10 years 
Isaiah Rashad was signed to the label probably five or six years ago, maybe six or seven years ago. He's had a few albums, a couple of mixtapes, and he recently released um, a much critically acclaimed album, The House Is Burning. One of my favorite Instagram pages, Sleeping on Gems, was upload. They uploaded like a, a a dedication to him, and they left something in the comment which was like very curious to me. It was like sending Isaiah Rashad some love right now, da 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 da. And I panicked. I thought he had died or something, and they just didn't want to say it. So I went onto Google and I saw what the article was, and much to my disgust, the article that had been released was a story that a video had emerged of three men performing sexual acts on each other, one of which was Isaiah Rashad. So this has obviously done the rounds. He has been identified. And while the support has been massive, right? The support and the warmth and the love and the well wishes has been has been in abundance from all corners of, of hip hop. Obviously the biggest stars have been quiet because homophobia is massively rife in, in, in that community. But it rattled me for hours and hours. I couldn't sleep. I was so angry that they would do this to this guy. And the, the reason why I feel so angry about it is because this is a guy who's basically worn his demons on his chest since he came out. So depressed from jump. It's in his music. Alcoholism, it's been there. It's in his music. Drug use, it's all there, right? He's got two kids from a previous relationship and has never really spoken about his sexuality. So of course it was a surprise to, to all of his fans that he was that he was gay or whatever, but who the fuck cares? This isn't really a discussion point. I just want to say that I'm genuinely quite sick and tired of like living in an era, living in a time where people feel like they can toy with people's deepest, darkest secrets like that. People kill themselves for less. There's nothing more degrading, humiliating than not revealing your sexuality on your own terms something that he has clearly gone out of his way to hide, mm. to hold from people. He's gone into hiding, it would appear. He's not emerged. He's gone completely sort of blacked out, not addressed it yet. Um, but I'm just appalled that people just seemingly won't be satisfied until somebody like him kills himself. Um, these are people with, as I said, histories of depression and alcoholism. And I, man, I just, I need a spaceship to somewhere where there's more humanity, RT. Well, first things first, fuck the person slash people who leaked the video. Mm -hmm. um, just get that out of the way. Yep. Um, I mean, thoughts and prayers with Isaiah Rashad. Um, no one deserves to be outed in that way. Um, a severe invasion of privacy. For what? Likes? Views? Like, what? what was the end goal here? Um, I found myself, when I heard the news, shouted to myself in my house, who cares if he's gay or bi or whatever he is, who actually cares? Um, this is one of the many reasons why I just hate people. But I hate hip hop as well. And hip hop life. generally, because <laughs> yeah. some of the commentary around this topic has been just sickening on Twitter, social media, wherever you look. Like We are still so regressive in that respect, the hip hop community. To think that hip hop's been around for so long and we still have a problem with a rapper being gay. You are, I don't, I don't understand how people think that like in a, in a genre that's been around for 40 years, there isn't gonna be some people in there who are gay, in the community who are gay. And what I also don't understand is like, you guys don't like it when it's little Nas X with the overt homosexuality. Like he wears his, his sexuality on his, on his fucking sleeve, right? Mm. You don't like that 
And you also don't like the people who actually want to keep it to themselves. So like, so what do you want? So they, just, you they, want? they just don't so want what, it. What do you want? They don't want, they they don't want it. Want, they don't want it at all. Like, they don't want it. They don't want it. It's it, disgusting. Yeah, right. Homosexuality and hip hop, that's, that's a deeper conversation. Man. Massive. It's probably a conversation that a lot of people are just not ready to have, man. The genre is just not ready to accept well, um, openly homosexual rapper. Hip hop, Because football, of bravado, yeah. whatever it is. But it's just something that we may not see to be accepted within our lifetime. It's unfortunate, but it just seems that that's yeah. the way it is. Unless, I guess, the higher ups within the genre of music, I guess, um, speak up more about it. But who are the higher ups? executives, labels, the most popular artists, if they align themselves with rappers that are openly homosexual, then that's where you may see a sort of shift in how people receive it and, and take it in. So I know Rich doesn't think Frank Ocean's gay, but Frank Ocean's quite popular. I caught a little bit of heat for that. Um, does Frank Ocean get away with it because he's not a hip-hop artist? Like, where, where I don't really understand where the line... I genuinely don't understand Even in the R&B music, he's he's Yeah, because he's not... He's not... He's, he's already kind of... No, because hip hop is masculine. It's a masculine sport. Anything that kind of deviates from that is an issue. Frank Ocean, I don't think, I've never come across anybody who thinks of Frank Ocean as masculine. So when, they, when he comes out as gay and he's an R&B singer, it doesn't matter as much. So it's fine because he does R&B. Not as much, but it still matters because typically in R&B and soul music, you don't really come across with any male openly gay singers. Yeah. That's not something that we've experienced. So it still matters. But the, the bravado in R&B is not there like it is in hip hop. So people don't care as much. But look at Tyler, the creator. I think, is he, is he gay? But well, he, I think. Has he, he toyed with it? He's, he's yeah, he said that he, yeah. I mean, he alluded to it. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Fine. But yeah, I mean, it seems as though even him alluding to it has been somewhat yeah. accepted. He, he gets been, away with welcomed. it. He gets away with it. And you bring up, you both bring up really good points. Like Frank and Tyler are both odd future. They're both associated with what a lot of people in the hip hop community would call weird, right? So they almost have a cloak of acceptance mm. because they're odd future. But Tank tomorrow, if he comes out as being gay, is slightly different because his whole image has been centered around women, sexuality, so on and so forth. If Ghostface Killer tomorrow comes out as being gay, Fucking, it's gonna be the biggest announcement in hip hop. Interesting fact, just on because him, of, just because of the brand that these people have cultivated. Mm. His son apparently is gay. Oh yeah, goes to school, yeah. Um, but it's just not really covered or spoken about much. Is his son a rapper? Yeah. Is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen. It's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. It's probably already happened. Of course, it's definitely already. There are happened. loads of rappers who who are probably out there right now who was who were sitting on that secret. Game said it a time ago. Come on. So there's way more gay rappers in like the game than you know. There are loads of rumors around Kanye West and his time in Paris and his time in Europe, by the way. Like yeah. genuinely legitimate good sources who have said that Kanye West has been up to like all kinds of stuff with regards to like his sexuality when he was living in Europe. But again, but who it cares? Of, but it kind of begs the question, like how much has hip hop progressed really? It hasn't. That's the biggest fucking fallacy. Um, but anyway, look, Isaiah Rashad, I'm literally every single time I switch on my Instagram... I'm nervous that I'm going to see your face with a fucking we're sad to inform you type post. I really, really hope God forbid. that you don't do that. God forbid. Everybody loves you. I put up a little thing yesterday. I know people didn't understand why. I had to explain to a lot of people what was going on. But everybody who likes Isaiah Rashad, just fucking send support in whichever way you can, man. He, mm -hmm. needs, he needs the love and the light, honestly, because this is fucking crazy. And as Yemi said before, honestly, respectfully to the person who put it out there, please eat a dick. No, um, respectfully, bro. And mm -hmm. I try to be as respectful as I can, but nah, please eat your that. dick. Anyway, relationship advice. 
B. B. It's a Peter again. I think. <laughs> no. Um, he's had his fucking time. He's, 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 he's got clown. stories, bro. This clown. I went to oh, Ice I some heat for in that, Camden. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, from some um, of like my female friends. Oh, for real? Yeah, man. You yeah, sound yeah, surprised. Yeah. I am a bit surprised. Oh, None yeah? of them were on my side. We'll talk about it. Oh, okay. oh, really? None of them were on my side. All right, Johnny. What a shocker that is. Um, submission from uh, Team Adele, because we're not allowed to say the W word. <laughs> uh, I've been seeing my boyfriend for about a year. We met on Hinge and started out with lockdown dating, which really took off last summer. And I spent Christmas at his parents' house and met his family. They're all wonderful. And he's everything I've been looking for in a partner. Previously, I've been unlucky with boyfriends who haven't been faithful to me. But he makes me feel secure and special and I love seeing him after work and spending our weekends together. We've discussed moving in together and I would love to, brackets, this London isn't cheap, close brackets, but I've said I want him to meet my family first before we do. He agreed. We're planning to fly to, guess the country, to see them. Dubai. I haven't seen them since before the pandemic. Rwanda. But I have a bit of a problem. My mum is a cancer survivor and has had to be very careful with COVID back home, being pretty reclusive while my dad's been careful going to work. My boyfriend isn't anti-vax as such, but he doesn't want to take the jab, and I've tried so many times to convince him. Brackets, I am triple jabbed. I feel like I respect his decision to do what he wants with his body, but introducing him to my mum whilst he isn't jabbed is a risk I'm not sure I want to take. I've not wanted to make this a deal breaker, but it just feels like it's come to a head. I won't move in with him without him meeting my parents, and he accepts it, but he's still doing nothing to make that a possibility. The fuck is I really want to introduce him to them, but I can't take the risk with my mum. What do I do? So she's reconsidering this whole union because he's not. Back, a deal breaker? Essentially. The thing is that she won't move in until... He meets her parents. Okay. And he's not doing what is required to make that a possibility. Can they not just like throw it back to like early days of lockdown where he just like shows up to the other side of her garden and she just comes out and just says hello, they have a chat and then But also cool. like let's go back to our flat in Bethnal Green and get it jiggy. But Zoom's right there as well, like you could do like a virtual link yeah. up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Maybe. I guess she wants to she wants to take him home. <sighs> she wants to take him home. It just seems as if She's trying, not necessarily forced, but she's trying to influence his decision to take a jab by, I don't know if she's threatened to break up with him, but if she's feeling like it's a deal breaker and if it doesn't happen. Well, she said, I don't want to make it a deal breaker. I mean, you basically have already, man. Yeah. You basically already have. So by not wanting to make it a deal breaker, it's a deal breaker. And if you feel like you can't continue with this person because of it. It just feels a little bit like you're pressuring them to do it. It's coercion, but Johnny doesn't believe in coercion, does it? Absolutely not. Yeah. So has she said what would happen if he doesn't take the jab? Then? No, I've got, I've got with you got what? It's implied. Uh, implied. She'll break up with him. Well, no, she won't move in with him. She won't move in with him. She won't move in with him until he meets the parents, and he, she won't introduce him whilst he's not jabbed. And but it has to be face to face. Yeah. And I guess long term, right? Like. He's going to need to be jabbed because you can't do Zoom meetings forever. We'll right? do, do a Zoom wedding. Um, but to Yemi's point, it does sound like she is trying to force my man to go and get the jab. And it's a responsible thing to do, young man, if that's what you want to do. Um, but that really shouldn't really be a part of the overall... That shouldn't be a part of the relationship at all, I don't think. She can't be 
all that respectful of him and in love with him if she doesn't respect his uh, his wishes in not putting that thing into his body and all the effects that come with it. Who <sighs> wouldn't want to be a Joe Rogan and spread misinformation right now, though, would I? It's a deep one, though, because obviously she wants it. She wants the relationship to progress. She wants her, him to meet her parents. But at the same time, you're kind of saying these are the rules you have to follow in order to do that, which mm. isn't necessarily right. And that's not what relationships are about, man. They're about compromise. So who was the rapper that came out in the video that caused the furore last week about fixing his wife's plate before his mum? Did anyone see that video? No. 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 I, can't, I've, I, I had maybe heard of his name, but I've definitely forgotten it now. But basically there was a rapper who got into heat on Instagram mm-hmm. and on the discourse because he said he would fix his wife's dinner plate before he fixed his mother's. And then there was a whole chat about at what point does your spouse take over from your parents and parents understanding the role in the relationship. Mm. Is she not just, she may be not yet at a point where she's ready to prioritize him over her mum. Which is fine. I mean, and we don't know what her mum thinks about this, do we? Well, her mum's cancer survivor. She doesn't want to meet him without a jab, right? You can imply that from the message. Mm. Look, this isn't going to end nicely. This is what I'm going to say. I, I don't think it's going to end nicely because your mum doesn't go from being a, um, a cancer survivor to not being a cancer survivor, yeah. right? That's, that's pretty much a lifetime thing. Mm. Uh, so they are either going to have to get comfortable with the fact that the pandemic is turning to an endemic, is potentially just going to be a cold once, you know, once we get through the next few months and get comfortable with that and the fact that this guy might not want to get jabbed or ultimately, despite what she says, this is in fact a deal breaker. So I have yeah. a solution. Uh-oh. Boy. Just jab him in his sleep. Oh. Where would one procure the jab, Johnny? Where would, th- where would she get one? Two words. Simon. I'm not sure that's He would be the plug though, wouldn't he? I'm not sure that's his bag, to be honest. He he's would be in the diamonds. Plug. He's in weapons. He's a Mossad agent. He knows a guy. He's he knows a pilot. A yeah. We all know a guy who knows a guy. Yeah, he, yeah. He, yeah he'll definitely know guys. We've got doctors. Yeah. He'll definitely We've got guys. a surplus of doctors. Um, thankfully, in the interest of time, that was one of the easier relationship advices to yeah you might better that at the to, park to be to, fair to get through um please continue to send in your dilemmas to this could end terribly however which way you want to get in touch with us instagram is easier gentlemen thank you very much for your time how will you be spending valentine's day because by the time this goes out um yeah, no, actually, Tuesday morning. So people will be waking up from yes. their nights of lust and licking. Yes. <laughs> Kleenex right? all over the We floor. are going to be the soundtrack yes. to oh, their post-Valentine's Day feels. Yes, the commute. The post-beat the commute. Shame. We're going to be all over that. What are you, man, going to be doing? I'm seeing someone... The day before Valentine's Day. Yeah, mm. Peter told me this before. Peter's not actually taking this lady out on Valentine's Day. He's taking her out the day before. Shout out to if her. that doesn't scream fuck boy, boy, wow. I don't know what does. On a Why Sunday, not? on God's day. That's Sunday. Your, that's your on brother. God's day to avoid Sunday. Valentine's. That's, that's your brother. R- R- rumor has it he's kicking her out before midnight as well. Jesus. No so chance. 11 59. No chance Boom. she ever calls this a Valentine's Day thing. Can, can I stay over? Can I stay over? No, 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 no. No, you can't. The door slams at 11 59.
for sure. For whoever's listening, it's all jokes. I'm not saying no one before. <laughs> Day, man. Don't listen to these men at all. That's what we're doing, yeah. I'm doing it just for content. None straight of this is true. Yeah, this is what yeah, we're doing straight, for content, yeah. I'm single. I'm lonely. I'm by myself. Straight night. He's never said. He's off. never. He's never said content before. So you know. So I'm doing it for content. <laughs> you know it's cap, and he's wearing a cap too. Johnny, yeah. what are you doing? Um, careful. I'm um, I'm I'm gonna watch some football. Gonna mind my own business. Is yeah. football on? It's, there'll be a game somewhere. Watch the highlights of something. Yeah, be a game um, I'll be having a nice evening with the missus. Uh, I think she'll be cooking. Um, and yeah, exchanging gifts, chilling out. Really, Wait, you lot give each other Valentine's Day gifts. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you've been roped in, bro. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, you need to cut that out. Well, that's the... Yeah, I thought maybe just like roses and like a yeah, you need to cut that I didn't know that you, there was actual gifts. Excuse me. I mean, it's... Excuse me. What's, it's the, bu- what's the budget? It's like... It's not that much, to be fair. Okay. I, bet, I bet your budget's bigger than hers. Um, what are you no, for? not even, to be honest. Not even, not even. Not even. <laughs> it's, it's really it's really cheap. Like, what I got was just... It's, it, nice. Is it about the it's meaning, not, really. not the cost? Nice. So what are you doing for Valentine's Day, bro? I am doing sweet fuck all, my G. <laughs> what? I'll be real. What do you mean? Nothing. You, you got to treat, you gotta we, treat your woman. We literally hate each other right now. So I don't uh, even know if we're going to be talking. <laughs> nice. I don't even know if we're going to be talking. I'll tell you, like, literally right now. Silence yeah. and solitude. Yeah, 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 Amen. yeah, yeah. She might try to befriend me a little bit more Sunday night, innit? Okay. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now it's, it's looking pretty like Monday night football, you feel me? Is it Monday night? Oh, there might be a game one. Let me have a look quickly. You might as well invite Johnny over. To be honest, yeah. Valentine's Day is a bunch of bullshit. Talk about it's a bunch of bullshit. All right, all right Romeo. Spook, I'm speak about it. Oh, I, and I'm a romantic person. Uh, it's the, it's actually it. um, it's the Sam Allardyce derby. It's West Brom and Blackburn. Humdinger. That's all right. Stop. Um, yeah. So look, once again, thank you very much for listening to this kid and terribly episode 34. Before we part, friend of the show, a loved one. Ascended to the heavens this week. Mm-hmm. And we want to pay her respects. Mm-hmm. So before we finish up, and while I pour Johnny, you might want to take this. Yeah, my um, my dear Nana, bless her. Oh, man. Um, passed away yesterday, the uh, 10th of February. Um, eerily enough, almost 10 years to the day before her daughter, my auntie, um, died. Um, bless her, Jill Duncan, a pioneering woman in her own rights. Um, she um, survived the Blitz in World War II. She used to tell a story of escaping the bouncing bombs in Croydon um, with the Luftwaffe flying overhead during the Blitz and having to hide under a bench to get away from a bomb that exploded away from her, proving that even in the 1940s, South London was a shithole. Um, There's three South Londoners here, Johnny. Um, and uh, after the war decided to take up the offer of being a 10 pound pom. Um, which is quite problematic in um, in, in hindsight, but uh, it's when the government uh, would let you emigrate to Australia on a boat for 10 quid. So she saved up her money and she went to go work as a nurse uh, with the Aboriginal community in Alice Springs. If you've ever looked at a map of Australia, it's the dot right in the fucking middle. Um, she went and did that for a few years. She came back. Um, she also traveled behind the Iron Curtain as a woman on her own in the 50s. She sailed down the Danube River. She went to Hungary and Romania. During communist times, she was a very gifted fencer. If women were allowed to fence in the Olympics, there's a reasonable chance that she would have gone and done that. Um, there's a famous story of her stopping, arguably stopping World War III when she worked 
um, for the Canadian military attache uh, and the uh, Yugoslavs were pissed that they hadn't got Trieste at the end of World War II. And um, to cut a long story short, she told the Canadian general that she was working for that there was a formation of blokes riding horses towards the Italian border. He decided to call the Secretary of State who pulled the US president out of a meeting uh, and they persuaded the Yugoslavs not to attack the Italians. Um, and that was because Nana saw the horses going up the road. Um, and um, yeah, a pioneer in her own rights, traveled all around the world on, all around the world on her own, which is a pretty rare thing for a woman to do in the 1950s. Um, and raised two daughters pretty much on her own as well. Bless him for his good granddaddy was pretty fucking useless at raising kids. So she raised two women on her own as a divorced woman, having traveled the world, um, which is a pretty unique thing to do. Um, and she passed away in her 90s. She was actually so proud she never told anyone how old she was. <laughs> so neither me or my brother have a fucking clue. Only the vicar and the doctor know how old she was when she um, went upstairs. So thank you, Nana. Thank you for everything. I miss you dearly. Big up, Nana. Rest in peace. Rest in perfect peace. A real Wonder Woman, man. Rest this in could peace. end terribly episode 34. We out. See ya.